Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Two, one, and we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast, uh, your favorite podcast where you like to come and listen to guys talk, debate, and argue over their top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, of uh, your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device, is the uh, Mount Rushmore of, uh, what are we doing today? Yeah, exotic uh, film. Uh, exotic film. Fuck, God damn it! I have the wrong. No, no, same list. Uh, <laughs> your Mount Rushmore of uh, streamable uh, original content uh, TV shows. Uh, so, Does caveat Pornhub count as a streaming service. Uh, what? <laughs> Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. The, the premium is free right now, so take advantage of that, my friend. Oh, oh right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, it had to, it has to be original co- original streaming content. It has to be made for uh, streaming, uh, usually by a Amazon Prime or Netflix, yada yada yada. So, uh, I am Nary Science. With that said, uh, you uh, with me as usual is Jeff. Hello. And we got David. Howdy. And we got the Bona back. Hey, y'all. Uh, the is going to be our fourth. At what point are we going to stop saying we have the Bona back? I mean, uh, as yeah, I was literally like saying, just, uh, like at, this, at this point, it's going to be the Bona until <laughs> uh, until the quarantine's <laughs> over, and then we got to all get like we were with jobs and, again. I don't know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm down for this lineup. Um, so uh, how did you guys make your selections? David, how did you guys come up? Uh, let, let's start off with you. Okay, so um, I kind of put a restriction on myself where it had to be a scripted TV show uh, because there is so much original content out there. I, um, I've watched a, a lot of great documentary series, uh, some, some really fun reality shows. Uh, so you're not going to find anything like, uh, like the new Tiger King or like Making a Murder or uh, another show I really like a lot is, um, is Nailed It, but you're not going to find that on, on my list. I, I went with just uh, scripted TV shows. All right. Uh, Jeff, how did you come up with your selection? Um, so I, I originally was like, I'm going to put one from the ma- each of the major streaming services just to not go crazy. Um, but then I realized I only really use three streaming services. So one's a duplicate, um, for other streaming service. Um, I'm going to preface this with, I am currently, uh, in quarantine to try to maximize viewing of series, watching two episodes each of certain shows that I held off on watching and rotating. And I'm just, so I'm going to get through season one in one shot of like four to five different shows. So like Ozark's not on my list. Narcos is not on my list. Um, the, the protector's not on my list. Uh, I never finished the Witcher. So I'm finishing that now is not on my list. The reasoning is if you don't see one of these big name ones, it's because I'm in the middle of still watching. All right. So that's why. Uh, DeBono? Uh, 
I did the same thing as David actually, where I was like, all right, I'm, I'm only going to look at scripted TV shows. Um, especially because, uh, well, I won't say the one that's just kind of hung. There's one that I'm watching that I'm watching right now. That's really hung in my head, but it's a docuseries. So I didn't pick that. Um, as I'm looking at my list right now, I actually just thought of a really huge one that may need a spot on here that I completely <laughs> forgot about because I forgot I forgot about the service that it's on being a streaming service. So um, there are going to be some audibles called as my list goes. I'm pretty sure now. Mm, okay, uh, I, uh, I the the I made a couple rules for myself. One, I had to have watched the entire series, uh, at least the entire series that's out so far. If if it's an ongo- if it's still an ongoing series, and two. Uh, I guess there should be one would be that it had to have multiple seasons. It can't just be a show. There's plenty of shows that are fucking amazing. Uh, and if you have this on your list, don't say anything. I'm just saying uh, I thought the boys on from Amazon Prime was amazing. I thought Umbrella Academy was fucking off the wall great. But those are shows that only have one season. So therefore, I don't put that. I didn't include that in my list. So with those restrictions, I didn't have much to choose from. So... Because everything, I either A, haven't finished it, or B, only one season of it. So there's my caveat. There's my sweet spot, which is good to me because it made it easier to like, okay, then there you go. Um, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm now adopting the it has to have multiple seasons rules so that I can uh, have a reason to alter my list. And I'm, oh, wait, no, so I can't put that one. Never mind. I can't put that one on there now. now I'm, gonna, I'm all You're doing now. great, Debona. I really am. I, I will I, say I, there's. I seriously forgot like a super major one right now. But then if I, if anyway, whatever, I'm going to, like I said, I'll make it up as I go. At this point. The, uh, I the one that I watched. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The, uh, the one season thing knocked down. Um, one show from from the number one spot to to the number two spot for me simply because I think um, when, when you have multiple seasons and those seasons still kick ass to me that that shows consistent writing versus like one really great season as amazing as it can be uh, you kind of haven't proven yourself yet. Well, that's uh, the way. That's that uh, that's the way I feel in general about that. It's it's the same the same premise. It's it's uh you know I I'm a huge fan. I uh, again, if you have this on your list, I'm a huge fan of the shows that I just mentioned. I'm a huge fan of The Witcher, which I thought was a, was fucking phenomenal. But it's only one season, so I mean, really, if we're gonna compare only one season, I don't think it's enough of uh, of enough. It doesn't have enough oof, enough uh, je ne sais quoi. Right. Right. Um, so. <laughs> um, I I will say this. Um, I didn't do that. Um, there, there, there are shows on my my list that are one season because they're fucking fantastic. Oh no, I agree. I, I, I just I just made it easier so for I myself. Put that on there I just made it easier for myself. I was like, if there's if, if you cut out these seasons, it makes it it it, it, it uh, thins the herd, so to speak. All right, uh, and like I one one other thing is just real quick. Sorry. So like I didn't I I didn't um I kept it to like that scripted series in a sense because certain shows like and if you have it don't mention it but like i adore black mirror but to me it's a lot of individual stories that it, it's like a twilight zone to me which i it well not just to you it is it's an well, 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 great, right. but, you, <laughs> but you get what i mean like it's it's even though there are episodes where they throw back to other episodes it's not mm-hmm. one cohesive story that's going right. on in a, it also so, started as just a bbc tv show not uh not black mirror bbc 
Yeah, um, the, Black the Mar- first two seasons were Black yeah. Black Mirror is one of the ones that I was that uh, I was talking about today that I I ended up pulling because like oh crap it did start on TV. If they have an English accent, it, they pretty pretty much started on BBC. That's uh, usually the way it works. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go ahead and get started because uh, I just had a bowl for dinner of mac and cheese and refried beans, and so let's see how long we last. <laughs> Let's roll the dice on this one. Four. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it on. All right, Dave. Let's start with you, brother. What, what did you have for your number four? All right, my number four uh, is is a show that I got on right away, like almost day one, and uh, and then I I waited so long to get to season two, and I did season two really just like may- maybe two months ago and season three hit right before this quarantine, which was perfect. And it's Castlevania. Castlevania. I, I, yeah. I had it. I had it on my short list. It's one that I didn't put down because I haven't completed it. Oh man. So the, I've gone through season three, the third season is great. Uh, they, they finished telling the, uh, the story of Castlevania three with the second season. So it, it's kind of fun to see them take the show in uh, in a more original direction. But uh, the show itself is great. The, the art design is fantastic. It reminds me a lot of the artwork of Symphony, Symphony of the Night, the uh, the, the PlayStation, uh, the, the PS1 uh, Castlevania game. And uh, even if you're not a fan of of anime, I think it's really easy to get into this show. Uh, because it, it obviously has that anime look to it, but uh, the animation is much more fluid than what you're used to with uh, with a lot of these uh, these Japanese animes. Uh, the voice work is fantastic. The, the that, cast is really great, um, and uh, and you've got like possibly the the three greatest characters in all of Castlevania. Mm-hmm. In in the series, right? You've got Trevor Belmont, Alucard, and and Sypha. I mean these these characters are are just they're so great, so diverse. They make up such such an amazing team. There's um, early on, there's a lot of bumping heads, which leads to a lot of uh, like you know sort of dark humor there. And then uh, the portrayal of Dracula is so good. Uh, you really start to kind of sympathize with him, even though he wants to wipe out all of humanity. It's um, it's a really great portrayal of, of Dracula, and then of course, like I said, the the, the animation. It's just uh, it's jaw dropping, and it's so brutal, so violent, uh, blood everywhere. It's uh, it's just uh, it's great. It's really great. I don't know if I could ever get a, a cast. I, I I don't know if I'd want a Castlevania live action because I feel like. Anime and an, the way that they did this in the anime is how it would be done justice. Yeah, you know, what and I mean? well, especially after seeing it this way, I don't know that I want it live action either. Yeah, uh, I, this is um, what I. Uh, it is one where I'm constantly amazed by how good the voice acting is. Uh, you, you like it, I, I'm not a anime fanatic, but there are just there are certain ones that I really really like, and you're I always feel kind of torn as to what 
there I should be watching with subtitles or with dubbing. Um, but like the, the voice work on this is so good. Like I've never felt like I should try to watch it and, and, you know, and read the subtitles or anything. Cause the voice acting is just absolutely yeah. incredible. And that blew me away when I started the show. It's a really, really cool show, and it, and the seasons aren't long. It's one of these. No, they're they're like uh, they're like eight episodes. They're they're yeah. half an hour long, so you you can bang out a season in, in a day during this quarantine. All right, cool. Uh, Jeff, what is your <laughs> number four? So my number four. At first, I was sad because I realized that the show. Uh, was televised on in its country of origin, which you will easily know when I say the name of the show. Um, but then when I read further about it, um, it was actually filmed for both the TV and Netflix at the same time. It was filmed in English for Netflix. At The scenes were filmed in English for, for Netflix and in Norwegian for Norway. My number four is a show that it was on nobody's list on Facebook, and I had to put it as my number four because it, people are sleeping on the show, and it is Norseman. Um, mm. Norseman, it came out in 2016. Um, it's on its, its third season. They're currently working on it. It hasn't come out yet. They're actually making it a prequel to seasons one and two. Um, but uh, I, I told Neary he needs to, he should watch check out the show, and I think he saw one episode of it today. Yeah, I just um, finished watching the very first episode of the show, and it is fucking fantastic. It's a per- the way you described it, it really is the best way to describe it. Uh, when Jeff told me yeah, about it, he said it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. What, so what I basically told Neary was it's the office. And like what that's, we do in the shadows. That's not what you, you didn't say. The office. Did I say what we do? You said what we do in the shadows, uh, but with Vikings. But with Vikings instead of <laughs> that's essentially okay. that's essentially what the show is. Like, um, and it they filmed it both in Norwegian and they shot the scene once in Norwegian and once in English. And when you bring it up on Netflix, it says Netflix original series. So right. I'm counting it. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's a co-production, my... man. I mean, yeah. there's, yeah. there's no reason why it, it, it should even be questionable. Well, that's why, like, I'm not changing my list because I took it off. So it's an honorable mention. Peaky Blinders is in the same boat. If you put it on, it actually says Netflix original series. So, but it's already off my list, but whatever. Um, but Norseman. So it basically is, like I said, it's what we do in the shadows. You've got um, this group of Vikings that are coming home from raping and pillaging. And you've got the, the one main. <laughs> He's remembering shit so as Vikings are wont to do. But it's but it's so funny because they're Vikings, but they're like not like the savage, crazy Vikings that you're known, like that are like historically known, like you know that they were crazy, like and all this stuff. They're very like Michael Scott, like talking <laughs> to people. They're like Hagar the horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like oh so so we're we're about to get back to the to the village. I think you're all going to really like it over there. You know, it's it's um it's like oh yeah, you have a question like that kind of like that's they're talking to their prisoners that yeah. they just burned and killed their village. He's like he's like, like yeah, oh, there's um, a lot of things to do. There's you know there's a lot of activities and the guy and he's like uh what's the pay and he goes there's, there's no pay and he goes no pay. What are you, what are you, he's just so offended that the freaking there's no pay. You're a slave, and he's like, I'm so he's so offended that there's no pay. So fucking. Is this my near? Is this my cloak? 
Yeah. So like, oh, oh, it's so, your mouth, it's so your good. Mouth. It's so good. But it's just like, it, I highly recommend it. See, it, it's it's a great show. And then you've got the um, the brother of the head of the clan that is like an idiot. He doesn't want to rule. In reality, he just doesn't want to rule. He just wants to be liked and be a part of the, the group. Um, it, um, it, it's Scott. That's, that's very Michael Scott. Right. <laughs> that he's basically Michael Scott. Like he's essentially the Michael Scott of the village and they, they do a lot of physical comedy. Um, it's a lot of just subtle, dry humor, like the office. I, I fucking love the show. I'm, I'm ecstatic. I got near into what we do in the shadows. And when I saw the show, I said, Neary's going to like this too. Um, and, and I'm happy that he loved the first episode. So far, I was I laughing out loud. I watched it with my headphones on. I was on my phone. And I was watching it with my headphones on. And my wife is next to me. She's watching some whatever show she's watching. And I'm just laughing out loud. And I just, <laughs> and I can feel her looking at me and staring at me. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. This shit is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, and um, it's got, it's got famous actors like Henrik Mestad, Niels Jorgen Karlstad. Oh, I mean, classic. Yeah, classics. Classic. <laughs> uh, Jeff, so if, if I, don't like Taika Waititi's delivery, but I think the jokes are funny. Would I like the show? I, I I think you would because you just don't like Taika Waititi's delivery, or or Jermaine Clement. Just, you know, just well, it, it's it's different first. And the thing is, it's weird because like their accent when they speak in English is so soft that it's like this guy's talking about raping it's one so of the funny. people it's that so raped funny. a bunch of monks, and it's like. So heartwarming so the way funny. that it sounds, <laughs> like the way he's. But they were like congratulating, like, "Oh, but yeah, right, they're raping uh, you." Uh, I was so, and then they go, oh, like there was like, "Oh, shucks," attitude, like, "Oh, no, you got, yeah. go ahead, you, come yeah, on." Yeah, oh, thanks, guys. No, you guys are the great. No, freaks. you guys, you, come like, on. That kind of, <laughs> so that kind of good, humor. Um, so I think a lot of people sleep on, slept on it. So. I love well, the show. So there I was somebody who mentioned here. somebody who mentioned it uh, either on one of the social medias, either. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. it was either on Twitter or F- Facebooks or whatever. But it was so, somebody uh, mentioned it. I know that. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, I didn't know. I had. Oh, Twitter, it Twitter. Earlier this afternoon. Twitter. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. But yeah, Norseman. Norseman, um, my number four. It's, it's definitely, and it's a Netflix series. Nice. Yeah. nice. All right, uh, Bono, What do you got for number four? All right, so here comes uh, my big audible. So I was going to have something that I was going to put something else in, but they both only got one season. So you know what? I'm going to use my number four. I'm going to follow Jeff's lead. I'm going to get weird with it. This is one that I didn't think I was going to bring up, but screw it. I'm going to put it at my number four. This is a Netflix series that premiered in 2017. It is in German. It is about time travel and monsters and cross-generational madness it is a show called dark yep that you can catch on netflix um i am adding this to my list right now (laughs) it is it is absolutely incredible it's so bizarre so uh basically when dark starts some children have gone missing and when they start trying to find them they end up exposing all of this insanity that's going on in this town. Uh, I remember when it came out, like uh, watching it being like, okay, so it's like, at first, your very first thought is it's German stranger thing. But as you get into it, it's much, much darker than stranger things with none of the nostalgia or like happy children getting things done. 
um, it's uh, they it, it covers. Uh, I want to say it's three different generations of this family that are covered in the series of dark. And it turns out that there's actually this giant time travel conspiracy that's causing all of these things to happen. And honestly, to tell you too, too much about it would ruin just a lot of the absolutely amazing things that happen in this. Uh, it's got two seasons on Netflix right now. It's, uh, it's, it's decently heartfelt at times. It's very, it's a, it's, it's not like jump scare scary. A lot of the time it happens occasionally, but it's just very unsettling and creepy. A lot of the time, uh, the storylines and the characters are just phenomenal. The way that they cast, um, there's, there's multiple actors that play every role, um, because of different points in time when they exist and the way that they all, match each other's mannerisms and stuff. So you know exactly who it is like, Oh, that's Jonas. Like I know that's Jonas. And, and there are certain things like you can tell these guys spent a lot of time together, you know, working out how they thought the character should be fleshed out so that it carried out well over the course of it. It's just, it's a ton of fun to watch. Um, it is, I, I, I watched it, um, in the German with the subtitles on <laughs> that's how it started. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. I'd never Let's even looked at yeah, like I never even looked to see if it like had an English option or anything. It was just like, okay, whatever. It started playing in German, but man, it's 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 absolutely incredible. Uh, and so, like I said, super kind of obscure and weird. Very critically acclaimed, though. I, people who see it like it a lot. So um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say my number four is Dark on Netflix. You know, uh, like there's it. something unsettling about a white dude uh, look watching something in Germany and going like, "Yeah, this is cool. I don't need a, I don't need subtitles. This feels comfortable. Yeah, I don't, I don't need subtitles. I don't need subtitles. We need subtitles. That's fine. It's all right. What? Excuse me? Well, no, I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It feels, this feels homey. Uh, he's like, he's calling. He's calling. Well, he's like, I have fur lines. <laughs> it's uh it's it's interesting because there there are some of the scenes that are really sold by the way that the German language kind of carries. Like I, I don't because of the way the the I, you know the words are put together. Like certain things hit really hard um, when you're watching it in the German. So I don't regret watching it in the German. You may be able to watch it in English. I'm not sure. But it was it was good. It's really good. The third season started filming halfway through last year, so hopefully it'll be out soon. Uh, who knows with all this going on now? But um, yeah, great show. That's awesome, man. I just added it to my list. You will enjoy it. Yeah, yeah you would definitely take that show, dude. Uh, Harry, though, my uh, <laughs> my number four is most likely going to get tabled. My number four is Stranger Things. Table. Yeah, figured. All right. That I know we'll get to it, but that is one where I was like, eh, somebody else will have it. I got other stuff to talk about. Yeah, right. same with me. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Round. I was like, yeah, three. three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. All right. So, Dave, so uh, your, number threes. Number three? uh, Dave, what do you got for number three, brother? Uh, my number three. Is, I covered you, Neary, but you said it again. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, my kids were knocking at the door. Uh, I had to go. Okay. I know. I was covering you. Fucking kids. I, he just didn't have the headphones on. <laughs> my, my number three um, is a TV show that was knocked down uh, a couple pegs. 
simply because it has only one season. Uh, but it is legitimately, I think, the scariest thing I've ever seen and one of the best made uh, examples of, uh, of art, vi- uh, visual art, and it's The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. So that was my number four that then I crossed off to make something else, realized they both had one season and went with dark. I, yeah. I, I, was, yeah, I was pretty sure you were going to have this, and that I wanted to talk about Northman, but that the was also my Haunting of yeah. Hill, what? Oh, okay, great. The Haunting, haunting of, of Hill House. Okay. Uh, so the, the Haunting of Hill House is an adaptation of um, a, uh, a novel by, uh, by Shirley Jackson, and it is a... It's a show that has uh, that I can think of really only one jump scare in the entire yeah. show. Yeah, uh, and everything else is literally just atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's atmosphere and tension and suspense, but amped up to such a, such an exponent that you are literally holding yourself. Because you don't know what's going to happen next. And this show promotes rewatching so much. Yep. Because you watch it once and then you start picking up on little things. And you think, oh, well, was that going on all the way back in the first episode? But you don't want to go back then. You want to finish watching. And so once you finish watching and you're like, holy shit, that is one of the greatest things I've ever seen before. You go back to the beginning and you start watching, you're like, holy fuck, this stuff was going on all the way back from from the very first episode. And it is just, it's so unsettling. The way you describe Dark, it's like, that's kind of like the feel that I had watching yes. The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, the acting is like out of hand. Like oh, this, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but to me, what really stands out here is the directing. Mike Flanagan is, like, simply put, one of the best directors working today. Because if you've seen his work uh, in, in Dr. Sleep, he kind of, like, put that to the test where it's like, hey, listen, it's not just, uh, like, TV shows. Uh, watch Gerald's Game. Watch, uh, watch that. Uh, Dr. Sleep. Okay. Uh, there's, there's so he had, I I will give him the benefit of the doubt. If his name is on something, I'm going to watch it. And, uh, and so I can't say too much about the show without giving it away. Uh, I guess the simplest way to put it is a family moves into a house. Bizarre things begin to happen. Uh, you know, from the very first scene in the show, that the family leaves the house and they leave the mother behind. Mm -hmm. And uh, from there, it kind of flashes back into uh, when the family uh, was living there and the the children were young and then flashes forward to when the children are, are grown and they have, they all have their demons and they are still living with the trauma that came from Hill House. It is. It, it's just spectacular. I, I can't say too much about it without giving stuff away, and and I don't want to do that for uh, for Nary though. I don't think you're going to watch the show. It it is legitimately scary. It is well, between it is your number scary. four uh, between your number four pick and your number three pick. You should have like a horror podcast or something. 
Um, so with Haunting of Hill House, I, I absolutely agree um, just about how completely and ridiculously good it is. Um, it's one of very few, if not like one of the only times that I can think of something being cross genre between being a family drama and horror. Yeah. Uh, which is which is strange and doesn't sound like it's going to play out, but it plays out amazingly. Two things that I, that I have to say if we're if we're mentioning uh, Haunting Hill House. One for like the first two episodes, I thought that Carla Gugino was J- was Famke Jansen. Uh, um, when yeah. I was yeah, when I was watching the show, I was like, "Oh, Famke Jansen, cool, cool, Jean Grey." Cool. And then it was like I'm, by the third. But by the I'm third episode, I was like, them, so I was like, yeah. no, I, I, I knew that was Carla Gugino. Yeah. And so by the third episode, I was like, wait a minute, this is. And so anyway, two, there is an episode where I believe the episode is like 48 minutes long, and the first 30 something minutes are one long one shot, shot yep. including, including a transition from modern day to a flashback because they purposefully built the stages right next to each other and built a tunnel between them so they could shoot that scene. So there's actually a moment where you travel back in time to a flashback all in this one cut. Like there's people interchanging on furniture in this one cut. It was, it's up there with in that first season of true detective that it was, there was a, there was one like all of Yeah. Where like yeah. all of Act Three was um, was one cut, like it's up there with how amazing of a feat that was. I, I um, think that whole episode has only three or four shots in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the whole thing, like is 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 yeah, is only like three or four shots. But it's it's an absolutely incredible show. It starts off really scary. It stays super creepy. It gets super emotional. You yep. really buy into every single character. the The way that it all pays off is incredible um and the second season is going to be based on the turning of the screw by henry james which i'm yes. very excited about because i love that book my one of my favorite little trivia tidbits about the show is that that they came back and said you probably missed the i think it's a hundred or something ghosts yeah in the background of almost every shot of the series and like that it's turned into like a drinking game of trying to find the ghosts and the shots and in, in hill and there's, there's uh there's like ghosts that you think are statues yeah. right because the the house is you know ancient and it's filled with all these statues and you know in one shot it'll be there and then the next shot it's gone like subtle right. things like that um you know but then like the the, the big bad ghosts you know like uh uh the uh what's the name the the broken neck lady yeah um, yeah the uh the bowler hat man yeah you know, I, I I think he was probably the scariest out of all of them. Bro, bro, bro with the mm, with the legs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Nary. Based on the fact that whenever lady, that's it. Yeah. Whenever we talk about anything scary, and you're like, no, it's like, yeah, you, you you're probably not going to want to get anywhere near this. I just I just like the fact that from somebody who watching. doesn't know what you guys are talking about, to, just to hear you guys not try to spoil things, you guys are like, well, with the bowler hat and the legs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
what the fuck? And it's so funny, fucking funny to me. The lady with the neck. Oh, the bowler hat guy. Oh, the legs. No, 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 I can't. Yo, I can't. Let, me, <laughs> let me let me let me tell you in context. Those are terrifying. Oh sentences. no, I'm sure. I'm like I'm sure it is. You know, I just it's I just found it funny how you guys and like I'm looking at you guys and you guys are like literally sh like shade like you guys are like oh like, and I'm just like what the how you said it was legs and bowler hat like I don't understand like it's funny. It's funny. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, oh no, I get yeah, it. I, I I I understand my I. I understand my my ignorance because I know you guys. You know what I mean. I, I'm just saying it gets so funny from an outsider looking in. I'm like, oh wow, anybody would think that that's crazy talk. But I know, I get it. I'm sure you guys. I'm yeah. sure you guys are right. All right. But listen, you know, if if you if you find yourself with enough light outside, uh, and and your your uh, you know your shades open, you know, or, or your blinds, whatever. Um, don't watch it. From from a like technical aspect, I think that you would really enjoy how well directed and and uh, just uh, the cinematography, how beautiful it is. The acting is incredible. You would really appreciate it from a technical aspect. Oh, I'm sure. Look, look, man. I, I'm sure uh, the times that I've stayed, like that, I've forced myself to watch horror movies and horror shows, and I've enjoyed it. I've, you know, it, again, it, it does what it's supposed to do. It, it, it's supposed to freak you out, and it does freak me out, and I do get scared, and I do have nightmares. And yes, I do have to watch whenever I watch a horror movie. I do have to end the night watching a Disney movie. Uh, so I get it. I understand. Um, but uh, like you know, there's a show, and I'm not gonna talk about it in case it's on one of your uh, on one of your guys' lists. But there's a show uh, that was super creepy, but I found the subject matter super interesting and i remember watching uh the first episode or let me rephrase it i remember watching uh 20 minutes of the first episode and then something scary happened i'm like nah i'm out uh, like it just like sometimes you need to for like i try to force myself and be like no you gotta watch it because it's gonna be good it's gonna be it's beautifully shot right, and like then, building an immunity and, 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 right i'm trying to like <laughs> yeah i'm trying to do that <laughs> And then something <laughs> happens to remind you that you're a pussy. And you're like, no, 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 my friend. You cannot take this. Yeah. So, all right. So, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, Jeff, what do you got for your number three? Well, you kind of mentioned it before. Um, my number three is 2019's The Boys from Amazon. Oh, I um, love this show. Honorable mention just because of the one season thing, but it's written yeah. down. It's so I good. mean, I'll pre I preface it with I never read the graphic novel. Um, I, I didn't even know, I didn't even I know, know there I was one. I didn't even know there was one oh. until after the show was done, and then people on Twitter were all fucking talking about it. Well, I didn't even like, know there like was Translucent one. wasn't in the comic from what I read. It was another, an alien named Jack from Jupiter. The bone. Yes. Is that correct? Jack from Jupiter, correct. But Translucent was made for the show. It was, it was a different character in the comic. But the boys, I mean... First of all, I fucking love Carl Urban. I, I I absolutely adore Carl Urban. I love his movies. I don't care, but even even though Doom was a dumpster fire, he was fucking great in it. Um, which Neri's never seen still, and he's probably never gonna watch. It. I'm never. I'm never, uh, I'm never gonna watch it. I feel like it's a rite of passage to watch Doom, but anyway, the, the boys. <laughs> what for those I of just you that, fucking free? What kind of what kind of fraternity were you in? Were you like you have to watch the fucking ball? You have to watch I, I didn't Doom. Say you have to. I no, I, I just didn't say I didn't say we were gonna hate. I don't. <laughs> that's what I fucking felt like. I was like, oh, I just no, no. Well, go ahead. Um, You're saying, but so this is my Amazon pick. Um, it. What can I say about the show? Like, you give me a gritty, like, over the top, ridiculous superhero show or movie or anything like that, and still make it 
so fucking entertaining that that I I want I I'm, I'm itching for season two to come in. Um, all the characters. For those of you that don't know, superheroes are basically you know owned by a conglomerate named Bot Industries. I think was the name of it. Well, there's multiple um, there's multiple companies, but the biggest one and the big the biggest corporation owns the best superheroes, the most popular superheroes. Right. Yeah. And the Homeland. Yeah. Homeland. Like the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is totally. <laughs> if you hate the Yankees as much as uh, as much as uh, most baseball fans do, you would know that's possible. Yeah, that's, that's a <laughs> and, and, and it's just it's just the, the 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 dichotomy of yeah, you're the face of justice and all this stuff, but these people are deep down. Not all of them, but most of them are deep down scumbags. And you know, it's 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 that whole idea of you know, just because you're a superhero doesn't mean that you're not really like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just love all the characters in it. I love the everybody from the seven is great. Like each of the characters from the seven <sighs> so are great. Good. The are the boys. All each one of them. The the Latin guy. The the Mexican guy is fucking hysterical. Like all you've got these non-hero people that are trying to police these superheroes. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah, I mean, when when you had somebody diving into a woman's vagina as a shot in the club, <laughs> you, you had me. You had me at that moment. Oh, dude, I, oh I, they I had love, me I much love. earlier. They had me oh, so the much earlier. Scene. The opening, I was about to say, yeah. Look, I, I want to. We're not going to ruin the opening scene for anybody who hasn't seen it. But the opening scene, you're either into the show or you're not. Yeah, like that's either, your judge. Either buy <laughs> buy in in the first few minutes or just decide this isn't for me. Right. And, and here's a, a and here's yeah. the thing. And I'm being completely honest. I know a lot of times people say this, and it's a lot of hyper going around but if you watch that opening scene and you decide hey this is not for me first of all you should make the decision this is not for me if you make that decision and you and i know each other just don't ever talk to me again i don't want to be associated with you in any which way shape or form i don't want to know you i don't want to like not just like yeah that just doesn't happen hey what happened to so-and-so i don't know he one day he just we just stopped talking i don't know what happened it's because of that just fucking just <laughs> i watched the boys opening scene and i fucking wasn't into it then that's good man all right i'm glad because we're not talking I don't want to talk to people like that. This is <laughs> I love um one of one of my actual favorite. I love Ezekiel and the whole capes for Christ thing. Oh, like so that good, just, dude. Oh my god, that that whole thing was just fantastic. The way that the way that they did Ezekiel was was spot on. Elizabeth Shue so was watch. the shit, bro. Can we just say how yeah. fucking great Elizabeth Shue was? I mean, fuck, dude. She's still first of all still a smoke show, but she's. Oh. Oh, such a great actress, man. Holy fuck. The whole thing. I tweeted the moment I, I, I binge watched it. It took me two days. I binge watched uh, the, the, the the season and I tweeted and I put like I tweeted at Seth Rogen, who is a producer of the show. And I, yeah. I tweeted. I'm like, hey, please let me get season two. I need to get season two. And he liked my tweet, which already shows you we're basically bros i mean that's basically that's just like twitter language for like we're best friends so we're hanging out uh on uh rodeo drive soon um but it's fucking great and then and then like uh, i think like three days after i i, I watched it, it they they announced that season two is is a go is greenlit and i fucking yeah, yeah. and not not only is he a producer but if i remember correctly back from when we were doing what's good like he basically single-handedly is the one who got it put together and presented it in a way that it got picked up by yeah. Amazon. Like yeah. it was his like baby was to turn the boys into a show. There, so there was, um, there was one scene that they talked about that they, they omitted from the show that I 
God, I wish they would have included it. Uh, so that apparently you can't. You can't don't don't. Oh, I was gonna say don't tell the character's name, but yeah, all right. you already said. I already said Homelander before. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying this specific scene, you wouldn't have known. We we wouldn't. You know what I mean? It's fine. It's, it's oh, fine. you want me to not say it? Oh, well, the spoiler. It's already done. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But it's not just, a spoiler. The scene's not in the show. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. It's a spoiler to the. It's a spoiler to the. It's a spoiler to how how the character is as a as a as a person. Oh, well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about now. It took me a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it does it does change. Like yeah. right, one, it, it changes the way you're going to be the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, watch it. watch the show, then look up online, delete the earth scene that was omitted with Homeland. Yeah, there we go. And then laugh oh, because it's bad. I wish they would have put that scene in there. Yeah, they, but I, I I think it's a fucking great show in in this world of these superhero movies where you know. It, it, it's typically the rah-rah, I mean, for the most part, it's not, they don't go this this dark and this twisted unless it's like Deadpool, and even then it didn't go this dark and twisted. Yeah. Um, you know, it's cool to see a, like a real adult, adult superhero something. Um, so, so my, my number three is the boys. I, I love that. Show. Uh, it's fucking Plus, great. That, and, and, um, and that, that really hot chick from uh, who was also in suicide squad is super hot in the boys too. Uh, uh, the one who plays Kimiko. Oh, was she also in suicide squad. Isn't that her? Um, I'm going to look it up. But yeah, I hope so. Uh, for the oh, sake of so, otherwise you you sound like a real racist. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like I may have, I may have just put it out on the line to be really racist, but I'm pretty sure that the chick who played um, played the female Kimiko um, on the boys is also the chick from Suicide Squad. Congrats, you're not racist. You Woo! <laughs> it's just uh, it's just what it reminded me of uh, of National Lampoon's uh, uh, Vegas trip, where you just you know oh. they play they're playing those crazy <laughs> odd games, weird games, and I just pictured the boner. At the are you racist fucking crap table, and he's like, "Come on, give me all Asians look alike." Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, yeah, uh, the boys, man. Uh, the Bono. What do you got for your number three? All right. So my number three is one that uh, I will not be surprised if it doesn't make anybody else's list. Um, even though it's one that's really big, um, it's definitely had its ups and downs. So I can't fault anybody for not putting it on their list. I have an enormous emotional attachment to this show and the subject matter. So it was definitely going to make my list. My number three is Daredevil. Oh, that, uh, was, another, for me. that was another thing. I purposely did not put Marvel shows. I, okay. I for myself, if not Daredevil would have absolutely. Yeah. What, what was your um, reason for not putting Marvel shows? Like what was I, your logic? I, I just, because, because I don't know. To me, I wanted to put shows that weren't in that Marvel bubble. I wanted to do something kind of, which is why the boys is on there. It's not really a Marvel, like those four, those, well, I'm not going to say those four shows because, right. I mean, Iron Fist, but, um, like, you know, to me, like, I think it's those shows. It's kind of like, it's, it's pretty obvious. Like Daredevil's fucking, you know, I, um, so, like I said, just I, the show definitely had its ups and downs. Um, it started off absolutely amazing. Season two was incredible. Kind of got off the rails. Yeah. But season, season three, though, season three, though, and, <laughs> like the thing with season three is I felt like it was really derisive. Like I feel like there were people who didn't like season three and people who did, but it pulled from it pulled from some of the absolute best uh, Daredevil storylines, like Born Again. Uh, and some things like that. So it did a great job of creating a very deep, 
character in in Matt Murdock, not just a guy who's blind and he has superpowers. Like you get those moments where he's torn because of his Catholicism and you get those you get those great moments where you can tell he didn't just learn martial arts from stick that his dad was a boxer, like especially right. in season three In season three, you got some really great fight scenes where he was just bludgeoning people with yep. his fists. Yep. Like there, there was, there was no martial arts or anything fancy about it. It was just, I can hit harder because my dad was a boxer. Um, if you're listening and you don't know this, like I said, emotional attachment. My name is Daniel Bona. I I have always been a Daredevil fan, so those are also my initials. They're tattooed on my back. I have a dog named Foggy Nelson. Um, <laughs> Daredevil is absolutely my favorite superhero of all time, and like I I always tried to fondly look back on the Daredevil movie because I was happy that it happened. Even though I never thought it was good, I would just always kind of be like, "Look, it's not as bad as people say it is," and I still don't think it's as bad That's as my people guilty say it pleasure, is. bro. I don't minus, care. I love that. Minus, <laughs> minus the playground scene. That's it. This. If you just take off the playground scene, I'm fucking. That movie's good. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, wait, uh, hang but, on a second. Have you seen the director's cut? There's 30 more minutes added to the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I have. Yeah, yeah, there's, two, there's just two scenes I need taken out. Yeah. I need the, the playground scene and, and Bullseye saying, I want a bloody costume for no <laughs> And he still didn't get the costume. So but um, <laughs> but, but I, re- I, remember, I remember when I started watching this and I was a kid again. But like, and, yeah. and because it was, it was fresh and yeah. it felt like rediscovering Daredevil and it gave me chills. And I didn't even care that it took the, the entire first season to get his costume. And, and I didn't really care that, you know, it kind of went away again in, in season three. Um, Charlie Cox was so unbelievably perfectly cast in this. I remember when they first cast him being very excited because I knew him from Boardwalk Empire. And, um, oh, that's a good just, show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> so it's just, and you know, we, because it, because of the success of this show, you know, we ended up with all of the other defender shows and this is how, you know, this is where they introduced Punisher and, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio just oh, absolutely knocking oh, King so out good. of my favorite, so He's my favorite thing from that series. Yeah. It's just not Kingpin. Everything about it was done so so well that if you're not a comic book fan, you can enjoy it. If you're a Daredevil fan, then you can just sit and freak out about it and just gush. Um, and so, like I said, I know it's definitely had its ups and downs, uh, but I just I love every minute of this show. I'm usually not huge on action type shows being very rewatchable, but this is one where I've rewatched all three seasons multiple times because I, I, I just adore it. It's got it's got arguably like one of the coolest scenes in recent television of the hallway fight. Oh, oh yeah. The hallway fight which which they, they recreated with the Punisher in the jail cell. Yes. Like yeah, you know yeah. it, but it was way more gruesome. But yeah. you know, like um but you know the 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 Daredevil was just out of out of all those shows that came out, Daredevil was probably my my number one. You know, Punisher grew on me. I used to be Luke Cage. Punisher definitely grew on me, but Daredevil was just leaps and bounds to me. You know, uh, blew me away. It just blew me away. Um, and I'm Guardian I'm, Devil. Guardian Devil. Born Again and Guardian Devil. That's where season three came from. Sorry, that's been driving me crazy. <laughs> 
We're like, I, I mean, nobody was arguing, like Debono. Why are you yelling? I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Like, a lot of folks, like you said, didn't really like season two or three or the end of season two or three. Yeah, season you know, two, but, the end was weird, but... Yep. But I mean, I dug it. I think whenever whenever you introduce um, Electra and and the hand, it's gonna get weird. Yeah, exactly. Which uh, dude? Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, oh, I'm gonna be mad because Daredevil standing on a roof fighting a hundred ninjas attacking him. Get the fuck out of here! What what, what about that? Is supposed to that is that is right out of the comics? (laughs) You know, no, that oh yeah, no, I'm gonna be upset about this. I actually don't. That's the that's the reason uh, Daredevil doesn't rank him. He may be my third favorite Netflix show of the Marvels. Maybe maybe the third and a lot of it is because of that it's because season two when they introduced first of all Electra I thought was an awful fucking actress uh, atrocious she actress she was you're, you're really not wrong fucking, there she was really fucking bad uh, and then on top of that the story the magical and mi- mystical part of the hand it w- it just didn't fall in line with the rest of the show that had been at that up to that point very grounded in realism very grounded like it didn't we had had nothing we had nothing to go on aside from an old lady who knew every language in the world in season one we the audience didn't have anything to go on that this is going to go into a mythical a fucking magical land we had no idea i didn't know so i watched fucking daredevil season one and i was like just jerking it like oh this is amazing (laughs) and then they introduced punisher in the beginning of season two and i'm like oh my god this is like and then and then he went away and I was like what, 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 what happened they're like no no don't worry about it we're gonna bring in somebody who can act and I'm like what no I don't I don't but I don't want I don't I don't want somebody who can act and no 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 we're gonna throw in a a, 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 myst, a mystical fucking uh, situation where where uh, previously we hadn't even brought it up what I don't no, I don't I'm, I'm fucking I don't confuse so I didn't like se- the end of season two the second half of season two I didn't like if it was only one or two episodes it'd be one thing but it was like it was a lot it was like half the series of uh, half the season of season two but season three just season then, three after defenders really did so much to pull you back and then season three i i haven't finished watching i watched like the first oh. three episodes i watched like the first three episodes of season three and i'm not saying it was bad i'm just saying either a life happened or not really man because if, if i'm thinking about it like there's there's very few things that would have happened to keep me from finishing season one like i don't know what happened like i, I could have had a child in the middle of season one i'd be like yeah that's cool but i gotta finish season one though right like i gotta fucking fi- and i didn't feel that way with season three again only watched like three episodes i don't even remember exactly how many episodes i watched it could have been two could have been but i know i watched more than one but i said maybe two maybe three episodes and i just so i'll, I'll give it a i'll give it a a second uh chance i'll give i'll go back to it because i do the moment you brought it up i thought to myself oh fuck i didn't even finish that i gotta go back and finish that so uh, I was a huge fan of season one, huge fan of the first half of season two. Uh, I didn't finish season three, so it's unfair for me to say. But that's why I just I have the, there's other shows uh, in the in the Marvel Netflix uh, uh, world that I that I love so much better, uh, including my number three, which is uh, the Punisher. Uh, and I <laughs> this is nice I, segue. Yeah, uh, I was thinking <laughs> about moving. Well. I was thinking about moving it up to my number two, but I'm like, we're already talking about this. Let's fucking do this. Uh, so <laughs> my number three is the punisher and i love everything about the fucking punisher every season of the punisher there was two right there was two of the punisher 
Uh, I've only watched the first season. If there was, was only a second one, no. I thought there was only one. No, no, you got both of you wrong. Uh, so uh, no, no, yeah, two two seasons. You're right. You're yeah, right. There's two seasons of, of that, and then two and a half if you include the half of season from Daredevil uh, of the first right. season of Daredevil. Um, but it was it just each season got better than the other one. The the what they did, how they came. I mean, it fucking it. I mean, the way they came up with uh, Jigsaw. I did not see coming. I, I, I again, I know some of the Punisher comics. I'm not like deep into the Punisher comics, but I, I know some of it. And I'm watching season one. Nowhere did I think that this is like the fucking origin story of of, of Jigsaw. And it, they did it so fucking. It dealt with PTSD and it dealt with fucking. Uh, it was just, yeah. um, it was so fucking great, man. Um, so the way he had his his uh his psychic who didn't even want to be his psychic, but you know, fucking. Uh, um, what's his name? Micro. Uh, I just loved everything about it. Season two was fucking fantastic. Um, uh, the we talked about the the fight scene, the stairwell fight scene in Daredevil, which I thought was awesome. Until I saw the stairwell fight scene in Punisher <laughs> in jail, and I'm like, this is so much better. And he fucking had the skull painted in blood. Oh fuck, dude! I was just and like, he's just walking, yeah, just covered in blood, just from head to covering toe, in like- blood. It's so fucking great, dude. And then that 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 whole thing, like that 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 triangle between. Uh, in season two, uh, in season one of the Punisher, setting up the Punisher and Kingpin and, and Daredevil, that that they, that they share that common enemy, uh, it's just fucking great. I just you know everything about this show is fantastic. So um, I, I love this show. Um, uh, it is my favorite Marvel uh, Marvel Netflix show. Uh, I I do like all of them except for uh, Jessica Jones, which again I, we've talked about previously in the podcast. I'm just not a fan of that, but I I just I feel like they they could do very little wrong these people uh, Netflix. Um, so uh, Punisher is my number two. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really holding out hope that the reason that some of these got canceled is because they want to move them to Disney Plus, and that we might not be completely done with some of these uh, street level heroes. Well, that was a rumor. Uh, the rumor was that they were yeah. they were doing, and then but in order to in order to do that, they had to get can- they had to be in a hiatus for two years. That Disney yeah. wouldn't own the rights for them uh, but, for another two years. So. so- which which could be very cool. Um, just if, if while we're talking about streaming stuff, um, you know, there I think they're, they're they've confirmed She Hulk, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Which which has the potential to be spectacular. But some others that would that would potentially work very well uh, on the small screen. I mean, give me my Moon Knight show already. Oh yeah, man! <laughs> like, I would love a Moon Knight show. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I never said that there was photos of Charlie Cox with Tom Holland. Like that they were like hanging out and that there was a rumor mill that there may be something, maybe that Charlie Cox's Daredevil may even show up in the third Spider-Man movie. Uh, That would be fantastic. Or maybe they're just throwing out. That's, really not, that's, that's not creepy, right? Thirty-something-year-old with a nineteen-year-old <laughs> kid just randomly like, all right, let's just go hang out because we're. Oh, right. he loved him as Rihanna in the lip sync battle. Oh, that's so like, funny. Uh, Somebody's got to buy the kid beer. But yeah, I I always uh, you know I was I was talking about uh, the Punisher yesterday. As a matter of fact, just randomly, uh, uh, one of my friends, Will Watkins, sent me uh, uh, a picture of of uh, uh, no, it was you, Jeff, that sent me the statue of the Punisher. There was a, a badass on, oh, yeah, on, unboxing uh, of a statue of uh, of the Punisher and I said man I love Barenthal I love what Barenthal did with the Punisher again it is my favorite
favorite Marvel of the Marvel Netflix shows. Um, However, I wish they would have casted somebody that had the body type like that statue did, which was somewhere along the lines of Henry Cavill, like Henry, like that's somebody just fucking massive like that. Um, Because that, that's just the way I see the Punisher from the comics. You just see him as this big muscly bound dude. And again, Berthal, you know, he, he fucking killed it. Killed it. Just, you know, no pun intended. Uh, no pun. <laughs> pun and oh, Punisher. Jesus. All right. So uh, the uh, number threes were Haunting of How- of Hill House, uh, The Boys, um, Daredevil, and The Punisher. That was number three. All right. Round three. Oh, no. That's still round three. What the hell? <laughs> hey, uh, Dave. I think your mic, your mic seems to have got. Is, 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 did his mic get really loud to everybody else yes. the last couple times he was talking? Yes. Yes. Speak. I, I I haven't touched it. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah like it's gotten way loud. Like I, I, we could hear that. We could hear what's going on behind you. Yeah, we hear Steph talking. Yeah, I would. I, I don't. I didn't want to put names out there, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, his wife? I'm sorry, Internet. Yeah, well, we don't, you know. I put his business out there in the open like that, Jeff. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm just saying that, that mic did get hot. I thought I was just, I, I was going to wait it out, but yeah, now that the boner brought it up, yeah. And, and, and then when you when you hit the wrong sound bite, I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe this is a spot where he's going to do some editing anyway, so I'll bring it up. <laughs> editing. <laughs> I've been doing editing. You guys haven't even noticed. You don't listen to the episodes. Round two. Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right, uh, two. What do you got? Two. What do you got for number two, Dave? So this is one that uh, was moved down from my number one spot because it only had one season, and it's The Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. Mandalorian. Mando. Mando. Manda. Manda. Yeah. That's how I, I, I originally put it Manda, and I, I really put it Manda, and I'm like, it's Manda. Lord. But they call him Mando. Lord. Yeah. Lord. Lord. <laughs> All right. Um, what do we got, Jeff? What do you got for number two? My number two is another Netflix series. Um, it is goes in line with my true crime super freakness. And it is Mindhunter. Mine. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say Mind don't fuck with Hunter. cats. I was like, oh shit. No, because that's a, that's a, when we do the documentary one. Yeah, when we do the documentary, we'll we talk about that one. Holy shit! Yeah. Mark your fucking words on that. <laughs> <part>. <laughs> um, Mindhunter. I um, haven't seen this show. Um, wow, because you would love this show. Neither yeah, have I. Uh, I've been told by uh, by a few people. Um, yes. so, two so seasons. just go, Jeff, because none of us have seen it. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it either? Nope. <laughs> okay, so the basic premise, that it's based off of a, of a nonfiction book called Mindhunter Inside the FBI's uh, Crime Unit. This is basically a retelling or like a, I guess, quote unquote, fictional telling of how the FBI created their behavioral science unit. So it, it follows these two. Uh, um, police uh, agents. One of them, uh, Jonathan Groff from uh, Broadway, and Hamilton, uh, Prince uh, King George, Dave. 
Yeah. No, I, okay. I, I know. I thought you were going to react to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for a reaction. I didn't see his face move. Um, and um, and a psychiatrist. I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah, and basic and Charlie Theron's in the show too. Um, but basically, it's it's how that they. Be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's basically how they convinced the FBI that they needed a unit like this because they believe that if they studied serial killers, they would be able to get into the minds and understand crime more. Um, so it's the it's the birth of the the psychological profile of like killers. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So they they and they actually have um, that you see them interviewing killers. So they have it, and the, the actors are phenomenal. Like the guy that played Ed Kemper, Ed Kemper's in both seasons, and he is by far one of the best characters in the show. Like the guy that portrayed him. It was phenomenal. Apparently, he actually listened to tapes of Ed Kemper being interviewed to get into the role. Charles Manson's in it. They interview him. It's the same actor that played Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, the way you said that at first, I was like, like the Charles Manson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, sorry, the actor. The, the Charles the actor Manson? Who, yeah, of the, of the, of the, the Manson family? Yeah, of the Desert Manson? Yes, of the, um, of the West Coast Manson? Uh, so the, the same actor his name. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood played him in this. Um, they had Richard Speck. Tex Watson, um, and so season one was kind of them building it up. They were they were using it to try to solve a case. Um, the second season focuses primarily on the Atlanta child murders, and it's oh okay. So it's them trying to prove their worth by using everything that they've learned, and they go back and interview Ed Kemper, and and it, that's when they get bring in Charles Manson stuff like that to try to solve it. They've got you know William Henry Hayes, the one who was eventually convicted of it. They have him in the show, the the actor playing him in the show. Sorry, um, but it's 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 a really I love true crime stuff. I love serial killer stuff. So you know, and and I Criminal Minds is like one of my favorite episodic shows ever. Like so. Seeing a version of that of how that started is it really drew to me, and and it's just it's it's a thriller, but it, it, but at the, it's very true detectivey um, in a sense where you know it's, you have th- these thriller aspects when you when they're interviewing these serial killers, like the Ed Kemper interviews, it's just uncomfortable, okay. like while you're sitting there, and then they have their own personal things going on. Um, I really dig the show. I, that's why I picked it over all the possible other shows. Like I said, Stranger Things, I knew somebody else was going to mention it, so I knew it was going to get talked about anyway. But to me, Mindhunters, like, it, it's another show. Look, three of you have never seen it. <laughs> I, I, I know I'm glad I've gotten two shows that I can recommend for th- all the three of you guys to watch. Um, I, I dig it. If you're into true crime, you'll really appreciate it. If you're into that whole serial killer genre, you'll, get, you'll, be, you'll be into it. Um, they, they actually got dialogue from tapes and put it into the dialogue from the show oh, that's um, to cool. try to make it as realistic as possible. Um, I, I just, it's a, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. I think it's a really cool show to watch. All right. I think it's like eight episodes. I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the Bono, what do you got for your number two, brother? Uh, so my number two is one that ended up creeping its way this high up on my list. Um, not only because it's a spectacularly funny show, but the rewatchability of it, I put it up there with 
with some of those other great sitcoms that, that you just that you can watch over and over again. It never gets old. It uh, was originally a YouTube series. Then it went to a Canadian a Canadian streaming service called Crave, and it is now on Hulu. My number two is Letterkenny. Oh, I thought it was something else. Never mind. Oh no, um, I thought it was Trailer Park Boys. I uh, I don't know this show. I've never oh, even okay. heard of it. Okay, so Letterkenny is is a Hulu exclusive now. It actually started off as a YouTube series called Letterkenny Problems, and essentially it is or not essentially what it is is. It is a show of a town called Letterkenny, and it is a small Canadian town. And, like, when the show starts, it puts a little blurb up, and it's like, Letterkenny is a town in Canada with 5,000 people. These are their problems. And then it's just, like, it's a sitcom about uh, mainly this, uh, this guy and his sister and their two friends and all of the bizarre and crazy things that happen in their town i've seen the first it episode is- of this oh, yeah yeah i saw the first episode of this where there were there was a guy uh that uh he promised that he would get off uh that he won't be hitting anybody anymore right that was the whole thing yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and so like and he, uh, yeah, one of, yeah well one of his whole things is he's the toughest guy in town and like that that is like a reoccurring thing like it comes back around like people will come into letter kenny and like challenge him for the role of uh of toughest of, of toughest guy in town but and um this show um masterfully executes the cold open um just about every episode starts with an unbelievably funny um cold open it's um it is very smartly written one thing i had to do a lot when i first started watching the show was i kept having to google canadian slang um yeah, it's yeah. when i it's when i it's when i learned that a dart is a cigarette um, that shit talking in hockey is called chirping. Um, and so basically, so there, there's a couple of guys that play for like letter Kenny's like crappy little minor league hockey team. Um, the main character, his name is Wayne. Uh, his sister is an absolute smoke show. And, um, there's, there's a couple of just unbelievably gorgeous women in this show. And, and it really just follows them. It's about them. It's, it's like any other sitcom. One episode may not have anything to do with the next. There's just enough of a story to kind of keep everything going. Um, it's emotional enough at times that you're very invested in these characters. But um, it's just, I, I, if you, it's so, so funny. Like, I, I promise you, and you will plow through these episodes. Um, there's five or six seasons on Hulu right now. They're 22-minute episodes. And there's 10 or so per season. I mean, you could just absolutely destroy this series. But I have, I have watched entire, entire seasons in one day and just been like face streaming with tears, stomach hurting, laughing because it's just nonstop. Like one of the trademarks of Letterkenny is scenes that are just, um, Daryl Wayne and Squirrely Dan, the three main guys, just sitting around and just just real quick, just rapid fire wit, like talking about something, like picking a subject or ragging on one of them. And it's so it it, it reminds me a lot, honestly, uh, in a funnier sitcom way. But it reminds me of how fast the wit is in Gilmore Girls. Like, um, when Rory and her mom are talking, like, but it's like that, but with four guys, like they're just, they're right on top of each other. They all play each other. They all play off each other very well. I can, I, I, knowing what I know of you guys, you would all absolutely love this show. It is 
unbelievably funny. And like I said, it ended up making it up to my number two because it's one that I've seen it enough now that I'll just toss on in the background because, and then just that way, whatever, you know, I'm doing something, it'll make me laugh. It's so, so damn funny. And uh, like, that's, I mean, that's the main selling point. Like you'll know a couple episodes in if the humor is for you or not. Uh, me, I, it gets me at like, it gets me every time. Remarkably funny show called Letter Kenny. I just, I just looked at the cast and I hate myself because I recognize one of the people and it's from the the guy that plays Ryan. Uh, yeah, he's from the Descendants. He plays, he's Gaston's kid. I was like, God damn it. I recognize him. So I'm watching it. (laughs) I'm watching it one day and my daughter walks through and she was like, Hey, it's the guy from the Descendants. I was like, no, it's not. She was like, yeah, it is. That's Gaston's son. And I was like, they go and look and I'm like, holy crap. Turns out he's actually done a bunch of Disney Channel stuff before he started doing Letterkenny. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he showed up on some other show like Austin and Allie or something like oh, that, yeah. that my daughter was watching. But yeah, anyway, Letterkenny, very, very funny. Like uh, there's 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 farmers. Oh, there's, there's a group of, uh, they call them the skids. They're like the goth kids in town. And they hang, they hang out dancing in front of what's essentially like their dollar store. It's like, it's like, it's like their one little like drugstore supermarket and they just hang out dancing dancing on this cardboard and do Jay Barrichell is in this? Who? Jay Barrichell? Um, oh, he had a bit part in one okay. season. Yeah, no, no, no. He's not a reoccurring cat. I mean, he is Canadian, but, um, He's but he, so had, funny. Like, he had, he had a bit part in one season. Uh, it was, it was reoccurring for like two or three roles. Um, okay. as like a, the, he was, he was essentially a Canadian white nationalist one season. <laughs> um, and oh, don't get me wrong. He was in it for like three or four episodes, and his role was hilarious. Um, oh God, it's just like I said, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so Letter Kenny, uh, my number two is uh, a Amazon uh, original show. Uh, it was a character that I had seen on the big screen before, but I was like, uh, okay, like I was, I thought it was cool and all, but I never loved the character like I did after watching this show, and my number two is Jack Ryan. Uh, I still show. haven't seen this for me. Yeah, to, that, I, haven't, I haven't finished, I have not finished it, um, but I do enjoy what I've seen. Uh, yeah, for, for, for me to hear, uh, Dave, that you have not watched the show being knowing the fan that you are of jack ryan the movies and the books yeah and stuff like that uh it is uh i don't know atrocity uh, i don't know shame i don't know i don't know a word to use but it's it really is because if you like there's this is leaps and bounds better than any of the films like it's leaps and bounds yeah, better really. than yeah. any of the films yeah. Yeah. uh and there's there's to me there's no comparison and i've liked pretty much every other films that i've liked i just saw some of our fears for the first time like three or oh, four like three or four months ago it's not uh but uh, every oh, good. Uh, good. Uh, I, I agree with i agree with you neary i was not a fan of some of all uh, but again I, I, don't I, think, I don't think it's great it's definitely the worst one i I saw but it too late. I, I, I saw it too late. This was a very '90s film that doesn't age well, and it's it, like if I would have seen it in the '90s, I would have been like, "Oh, I, I yeah, get it." But it, I saw it three months ago. It was so very the yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It doesn't hold up. Like, it doesn't hold up as well as Hackers does. Uh, Which the black guy from Hackers is in Jack Ryan. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's his boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the black guy that's like the the, the main FBI agent. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, in my head, I, I imagine I imagine like, oh, it'd be really funny 
if he was wrong. And then I pictured Jeff playing the Is It Racist yeah. game. <laughs> like, turns out, no, it's not the black guy from Hackers. <laughs> turns out, it turns out it was the guy from Reading Rainbow. Son of a bitch. Uh, Damn you, Lamar Burton. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, but it, this TV show, this TV series is so fucking good. Season one, I I saw season one like probably three months before season two dropped so i was late to this show i was late to this show okay. uh, but i'm glad i was because i binged all of season one and then season two came out right afterwards and it was to like I, I, there's some buzz on the internet that season two wasn't as good as season one and i i i will fucking die on that mount i will die on the hill fighting for that to be inaccurate i found season two to be at very least on par with season one i like it better than season one um the only difference is the uh, nationality uh in the countries in which they go to in season one and season two like it's different enemies type of deal of the enemies of the united states mm -hmm. and the reason why they change um in season two the very first season the very first they show you jack ryan t you know dr jack uh, teaching a a, a a course and he t he's telling them like he starts who do you think is the biggest threat to the United States right now? And everybody starts throwing out all the, you know, the the people that you think would be it. And then he's like, no, it's actually so. And again, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's fucking great, man. It's just everything about it. The acting, uh, not once that I fucking, not, not once, you know, as big of a fan as I am, as we all are, of The Office. It never took me out of the fucking thing that I'm looking at Jim. Like, there's never one time, you know what I mean? The, I, maybe one time I would have liked for him to look at the camera and give that gym. Like, yeah, when mm. he looked at the camera, he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go after the terrorists. I can, <laughs> you know, it's like, just, I, I, I like, I've, I've, I've seen that. And was, was it, was it, was it Zero Dark 30 that he did? Uh, no, it wasn't, no. no. It was uh, 13 hours. 13, 13 hours. hours. There we go. The one we got yeah, there. like, um, and, but it's just so funny because, like, I've seen, and I've seen those. I'm like, oh, no. And, and you know, Quiet Place, like, this guy's a legitimate actor, but then still every once in a while, I'm like, eh. Pam know that you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Does Pam know that you're in Russia right now? Does Pam know this? Is she aware of this? Especially, especially when he teamed up with Roy in 13 Yeah, it's so funny. Um, so this, this takes place outside of the continuity of the original films, right? Yeah, this is, this is uh, season one. There's not a spoiler to say that season one is the, is the very... Uh, origin of like he's just an analyst in season one and it and then okay. gets taken into there are uh, there are scenes that I can remember from part you know what I mean like where he's like I'm just an, you know you, you always have one of those in, in, in the films in the cinematic movies you always have one of those like I'm just an analyst and it's like oh shut the fuck up get on the fucking helicopter and he kind of had that in season one where but he was like it, it literally starts off as him as an analyst and then they'll show you flashbacks of him when he was a marine uh, and again this, are, this is only a spoiler if you don't fucking nothing about the character of jack ryan right these are very basic jack well, that's, ryan that's facts. why i asked because yeah. my my favorite point in jack ryan's uh like chronology is uh from the early jack ryan books and films where he is just an analyst because yeah. in the books i mean it, it progresses and he becomes president of the united states 
Yes. You know, it's uh, yeah, like well, sort of Lex Luthor. So, I mean, really. And by Lex Luthor, I mean the guy who's in there right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I I, uh, I I just love. I'd prefer Lex Luthor. He's got his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a genius. He's an actual genius. Not yeah. just he says he's a genius. He's le legitimately a genius. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I love Jack Ryan. I just, this, this fucking show just blew, blew me away. I've always been a fan of the films. I'm not going to be that guy that fucking reads the novels. I'm never going to be that guy. But whatever Jack Ryan film you put in front of me, I, I will watch. I will enjoy for what it is. And that's fine. It's cool. But fuck, dude, this TV show just blew. This is the, t this is the TV show that made me go, oh, fuck, Amazon, you, you, you bringing this shit? All right, let me see what else you got. Like, this is the one that let me, that's, that forced me to start watching other Amazon originals just because of how good Jack Ryan was. It's so fucking unbelievable, man. So uh, that's that's my number two. You know what? I'm I'm gonna start this tonight. You should, dude. You I pr you just watch one again. You watch one episode. I I don't understand. Like if somebody told me, hey, Neri, there is a show where Superman bakes cakes, I'd be like, what the fuck? What? Like I would I would not. <laughs> that would not leave that that the, the fucking clock would not turn twelve hours before I watch that the first episode of that. Like I I don't know. Like I just mentioned two of the fucking of my favorite things. So I, I just. Those two things together, <laughs> but my my point is like I don't know how I've I've talked to you about this show before in the past, and you're such a huge Jack well, Ryan and fan, it, and you're just like, just, and I am I I am literally the biggest Jack Ryan fan I know. Yeah, uh, everybody you know, else is uh, like four feet tall. <laughs> 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 All my other Jack Ryan fan friends are very short. You're not rusty. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 that was good. Right. But you gotta watch this, man. I, it's just so fucking good. It's really like I just I I I can't emphasize how good everything is. The 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 writing, the directing, the acting, the action, the intelligence. Like it's not all bang bang shoot them up. It's like hey, it shows you how smart Jack Ryan is as an analyst and it shows it you it's so fucking good dude it really is it's so good um all right so the number twos were uh mandalorian uh mind hunter uh little little kenny letter kenny letter, yeah like l-e-t-t-e-r yeah, yeah, letter letter, letter kenny letter, letter kenny all right and uh, and jack ryan uh all right uh honorable mentions uh what do we got for honorable mentions jeff what are you going to be doing uh, do you want me to? I, I mean, I have. I, I went through all of them now while you were talking, so I have them all if you want. Uh, okay. Well, just tell me which ones you do, and I'll do the other ones. Okay. Um, I guess I'll do Geek More. Okay. And sure, I'll do. I have a lot on the other ones. I'll do. I'll do my. I'll do my personal page. Okay. So. Uh, so on Geek More. Go ahead. You want, you want me? You want to go? You okay. go. You 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 me you me you me Geek More. Robert Leatherwood. Stranger Things, Fleabag, which is another one I want to see that I haven't seen yet. BoJack Horseman, another one that I haven't seen. Okay, look, so I considered putting BoJack Horseman on there, but when we first talked about this, it was like best shows to stream during the quarantine, and I am not in a mindset right now where BoJack Horseman is going to do good things to my interior monologue. <laughs> I love that show. I love BoJack Horseman, but like being cooped up and kind of depressed, like I don't need to watch BoJack Horseman right now. <laughs> 
Uh, House, House on Hunting Hill. That's right. No, no, let's watch that one. Yeah, on, yeah that's, that's totally Have you fine. Have seen Bojack Horseman? No, but I've never Bojack seen, but, you know, there's also murder. Bojack, okay. No, 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 no. Bojack Horseman's not about murder. Bojack Horseman is about like a, a, like a, a narcissist with a lot of really bad mental issues and like depression. And it really get, it really gets too self-evaluative at times. And if I'm not in like a happy place, then Bojack Horseman can send me down a very dark road. All right. All right. <laughs> the, the butt. Um, <laughs> honorable mentions to Daredevil, Punisher, and Bosch, which is another show I've heard about and I haven't seen yet. But it's apparently Never it's like on its like fourth season. It's, he's like a detective. Um, I don't remember if it's L.A., but it's like a detective kind of series. Um, Daniel Romero has Bill Nye Saves the World, The Mandalorian, Stranger Things, and BoJack Horseman. Honorable mention to Big Mouth. I've seen like three episodes of Big Mouth, and that show's absurd, and I want to see more. It's funny what I've seen, but I'm right around the three, four episode mark, too. Yeah. Carlos Navarrete has uh, The Mandalorian. Daredevil, Jack Ryan, Stranger Things, Honorable Mention to the Boys, Haunting of Hill House, and Umbrella Academy. Uh, Brian Conran has Love is Blind, Atypical, The Ranch. The Ranch was good for the first two seasons, and then it just crashed. Um, and then on my block, Honorable Mention to Lucifer. Lucifer was on Fox first. It's an amazing show. It's now a Netflix exclusive, but it was originally on Fox. On my block is a solid choice. I haven't seen it. Oh. I, I, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. Neri, your personal page you're doing? Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, we got John Evans says Stranger Things, F is for Family, Narcos, and... Oh, Pun F is for, F family, is for family is so good. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm a, I'm a fucking huge fan of Bill Burr. Uh, he, my, by far my favorite stand-up uh, at the moment, and uh, he has been for years. Uh, I can't get past the first episode of F is for really? Family. It's so... I fucking love that Because show. it's so... Uh, like I, it's so awkward to me, and like the kid doing that shit with the magnet and fucking up the TV. I, I just get so awkward. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I, I don't know. I can't get past the first episode. <laughs> I really fucking can't. It's so I, uncomfortable actually, because I had that I've dad that would whoop your fucking ass, and I had that dad, and it's so fucking uncomfortable. And he put the magnet on the fucking, and I haven't yeah. even got to the point where the father. Finds out the TV's fucked up yet I haven't even got to that part yet I'm just like I can't And I've tried on two separate occasions To watch the fucking show And I can't get past the first episode Because it's that uncomfortable to me I'm like I can't I can't fucking do it man And I, I'm telling you I fucking love Bill Burr Like I have no, met I him And stuttered Beyond fucking belief When, I, <laughs> when I've talked to him So it's not a good thing Yeah yeah. Oh, hang, hang, hang on, Neri. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Here it is. That name you dropped, real quick. <laughs> is it still a name drop when I say I fucking sh I I stuttered? Is it still a name I drop? Shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I met Danny Trejo, but I almost shit my pants too, so it doesn't count. Yeah. I don't. Um. Uh, Jameer Leonard puts uh, Ozark uh, as his number from one to four. He puts uh, Ozark. I love Ozark. Uh, so Man in the High Castle, Jack Ryan, Stranger Things. Honorable mention to uh, Kengan Usha Ushua. 
Uh-uh. Uh, Mindhunter, Big Mouth, and the Boys. Uh, Quills, Rodriguez. Well, the Man in the High Castle is fantastic. Yeah, it is so good. I watched like six episodes. It's very, I love the premise of it. I think we've talked about this before. I love the premise of it, but the show is so slow. And I've watched like yeah. six episodes. Yeah, I've watched like, oddly. yeah, I've watched six episodes. And, and again, the premise is fucking fantastic. I just, the, I remember. Uh, the, the novel is oddly paced too. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those, and it doesn't follow the novel like you know chapter by chapter or anything like that but uh they capture like the the themes of the novel and it's it's so good it's, yeah. and i i love it that that was what you know turned me on to amazon prime he was just upset that shang Tsung didn't start the tournament <laughs> yeah like why wouldn't he just start the fucking tournament just start the fucking tournament i don't know uh quills rodriguez put stranger things handmaid's tales uh marvelous mrs mazel and ozark uh i watched uh the majority of the first season of marvelous mrs mazel and i was very triggered at times and just left um then uh i think i think that i think that like having a dick just kind of excludes you from really enjoying that show no like i just look you know what to be honest with you the part that bothers me about that show is that uh, they do a lot of uh about the stand-up about stand-up comedy and it's very oh, okay. fucking triggering for me as a comic it's just very triggering for me there's for like episode one the, the husband's like oh yeah no i i stole that joke from from uh, bob newhart it's all right everybody steals it's okay and i'm like no it's fucking not okay like it just very it made it very difficult to watch this show and actually enjoy it and then by the time i got to like episode eight or seven i remember i got late into the first season and i was like i you know what i don't care I just, I don't care about any of you people, and the main chick, not very likable. You're kind of fucking annoying. Um, so, uh, Luis Diaz puts, uh, from one through four, puts Big Mouth, uh, Jack Ryan, House of Cards, and The Boys, uh, and Child Valdez. House of Cards is one that... I, I was really into for a while, and then after the whole Kevin Spacey thing, it just yeah. I, I, I didn't even watch the last season. Well, the I, thing is, is that the last season was it, it's not even look. The thing is, is is up until that point, I'll still give credit where credit is due. That show was brilliantly done yeah. up until they killed him off for the final season, and like did the whole fucking weird thing that they did with his care, like with what happened on the show. That just, I mean, obviously, yes, what happened in his personal life made me, like, un really uncomfortable, but looking at it from the show perspective, it, it they, they, they had something, the, the ball was rolling. Listen, man, I'm I'm uh I'm kind of a dirtbag because I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, like yeah, whatever, that's that's, that's fine. Oh, he did something that's fucked up, but the show is still gonna go on though, right? Like that's what I was like, oh, I fucking cared about. But I need to know what's gonna happen. But the only reason I didn't put House of Cards on my is because I haven't watched this even the, the his last season, the se the last season he was on, I didn't watch it again, not because of anything other than just life got in the way. So if I didn't even get that far into it, I have and I just made that rule. I'm like, I, there's no way I could put this show on my. I, I haven't finished it. I haven't. Same thing goes for. Or, um, what's the one with Claire Danes? A uh, home, uh, um, home front. Home front. Oh, well, that's that's a that's a Showtime show, isn't it? But yeah, my, my, yeah. My, yeah I, oh, just, homeland, I, homeland, Homeland, Homeland. That's what it is, Homeland. I just I haven't finished watching the show, so I'm like I can't even even think about shows that I haven't finished watching. Yo, uh, 
That show's intense. Chad Valdez. Wet watching Homeland. <laughs> Chad Chad Valdez says Stranger Things, uh, Witcher, Hunting. I'm sorry, Haunting of Hill House, uh, Castlevania. What, you're uh, struggling with that name every time <laughs> because it's a lot of H's. It's a lot of fucking H's in there, man. Alliterate alliteration's not his thing. It's a lot of fucking H's, Hunting and to me, because I keep thinking about Haunting uh, uh, Haunted Hill. Like I keep thinking about Haunted Hill, oh, and then Haunted I'm Hill, like, yeah, yeah. so I keep thinking about Haunted, so but it's good. Haunting. Um, Hey, yeah. Vincent Price. Yeah, the Vincent Price one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, containment. Uh, I'm sorry, Matthew uh, Schnelli? Schnelli. Matt Schnelli. That's Matt Schnelli, yeah. Okay, you said that like I'm... I don't know... Who, yeah. He was from State, from State Farm. <laughs> Linda Schnelli, you remember her? Okay, anyway, mm-hmm. that's his mom. Uh, so Matt Schnelli. Of the Miami <laughs> Schnelli. Yeah, of the Miami Schnelli. <laughs> Second of his name. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking fucking know, man. Uh, So Mastinelli, he put containment, Ozark, Black Summer, Stranger Things. So I don't even know what containment is. Yeah, I've never heard of that. By his other three picks, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's not a comedy. Just gonna go ahead and guess that. (laughs) I know Black Summer. I think is that zombie one that they came out with. Um, that was actually pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the zombie one. That one was pretty with uh, Jamie King. She was. Oh, well, yeah. check that out. Uh, <laughs> Teddy Gross put Stranger Things, Bojack Horseman, Letter Kenny, uh, and Bloodline. Um, Shout out to uh, Teddy. He's uh, he's one of my trivia guys who's now listening because I've been hyping this over on my trivia game on Wednesday. Right on, man. Oh, nice. Uh, let me just go ahead and drop and pick up that name you just dropped there. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Siegel put Patriot, Bloodline, Patriot, oh, bloodline. and Patriot. I didn't oh, know what fucking crazy. Patriot he was talking about, so I had to Google this show, and it fucking looks amazing. I just, I've never seen it. So Bloodline's fucking fantastic. No, not Bloodline, Patriot. I've never seen Patriot. Uh, but oh, he, he Patriot. literally put Patriot. Patriot three separate times, <laughs> and I had to go look it up. I'm like, what fucking show is he talking about? And then he typed <clears throat> stutters, Neary. Uh, actually, this is the same guy who gave me shit about liking the movie Patriot because it wasn't quote historically accurate. And uh. and so when he put that, I thought he was fucking with me. I thought he was doing a callback to his own shitty fucking rant about it not being historically accurate. But I before I gave him shit back, I Googled it and there's actually a show, there's actually a streaming show called Patriot, and it's fucking amazing. It's very much in the vein of Jack Ryan, from what I can tell from A the description a and B com- the trailer. A comedy drama web series? No. On Prime? No, it's uh, it's something about a CIA agent or an intelligence officer or something. Oh, I'm I'm finding like uh, when I just looked at Patriot TV series, I found a Prime Video series that uh, it says it's a comedy drama. No, no. Um, to prevent Iran from going to nuclear war, something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not that one. That's the one I found. Yeah, that's the one I saw. Oh, it says uh, Wikipedia calls it a comedy drama. Oh, that's funny. I didn't see I didn't see any comedy in the trailer, but all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the trailer and I'm like this shit looks fucking good. That good. Uh uh Josh uh Schneider uh says the OA is that the Ozark? Or no no the OA. No, the OA is different. All right, the OA Stranger Things Castlevania Wet Hot American Summer. And 10 years later. <laughs> 10 years later, yeah. yeah. All right. And then um on Twitter your comedy up if you I'm sorry. 
I have your Neary Science comedy. You have other people on. Oh, there. okay. On Twitter, uh, um, Alden Diaz uh, says uh, Fleabag from number one through four. Fleabag, The Mandalorian, Stranger Things, and Daredevil. And who else here? We had two other ones. We had uh, Toast from the Podcaster Novel Show puts uh, The Boys, Ozark, Jessica Jones, Stranger Things, and Heather from, uh, I'm sorry, Chantal from uh, at, at Chantal729, second episode she's chimed in, so thanks for that. Uh, from one through four, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, number two is the Harley Quinn Show on DC's Universe app. Uh, three is Stranger Things. Oh, and yeah, I don't have that. Four, The Haunting of Hill House. See, when I take my time, hey, that, hey, when, you, when you take you. your time, you could. Um, I've heard nothing but great things about the Harley Quinn show. Uh, Heather puts Bosch, Jessica Jones, The Crown, and you. Um, oh, you. Oh, you. Yes. I still haven't seen you. I have not watched you. I'm right I here. I love that show. I'm right care. here. <laughs> uh, Brian Courtney on Twitter uh, puts uh, from one through four Luther, Jack Ryan, Norseman, and Bosch. That was his fault. Hey, Norseman, Norseman Luther, Luther's a BBC show. Though. Oh, yes. Ke- the- Kevin M. Butts at <laughs> his Twitter's <laughs> at butts Kevin uh, is uh, from one through four. Bosch, Jack Ryan, Crown, and Spots Center. I don't know what Spots Center is. I don't know if Never he was trying to that. write Sports Center and it came up a Spots Center. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Uh, but that's it. Those, that's the, that's everybody on the. So oh, you have Google. Science Google comment. thinks I meant Sports Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah sort auto correct. So does Bing. <laughs> <laughs> right, Dave, what's yours? Uh, well, I can take one out since we talked about it. So um, I'll, I'll go with uh, Black Mirror, even though it started as the BBC show, is, uh, is, is, a, is now a Netflix original. And uh, I, I absolutely love that show. Uh, uh, Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Black Mirror. Uh, Some so, nice so light many, viewing. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I absolutely... Occasionally. Yeah. yeah, if you want to watch Street Fighter. Junipero. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Falcon. Um, so uh, I only saw the first season. I haven't seen the second season, which came out recently, but I really love Disenchantment on Netflix, uh, which is Matt Groening's, uh like fantasy-based. Yeah, it yeah. uh, it's Futurama uh, fantasy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It's so good. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale on Hulu is really dark, really depressing, but really good. And one show Isn't that, that the show about um, men take over? Yeah. What do you mean depressing? I don't know. I don't know okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, there's uh, okay. <laughs> there's a TV show that I thought was a Netflix original is not, and is currently not streaming anywhere except for Daily Motion, uh, which, as Neri pointed out earlier, is not a thing. Right, um, it's really but it is. <laughs> it was unavailable on any platform except for Netflix outside of Australia, where it was produced. And it's a show called Danger Five, and it is one of the most like spectacularly like awful, awesome shows you've ever seen before. It's a. Um, like a secret agent team in a alternate 1940s that is made to look like the 1960s. Uh, and they have to capture Hitler 
but Hitler has like hideouts in like volcano craters. He has like uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, <laughs> soldiers. It's just it's so ab out there, it, and it's so funny. I need to watch it. Uh, I I really really recommend this show to anyone who is into uh, to campy humor and and who who likes things uh, a little absurd. Uh, this show is is right up your alley. I saw it on Netflix years ago. I don't know how long ago it's been. Uh, it was taken off of Netflix, but uh, now that I know that it's on Daily Motion. I'm going to try to uh, to watch a couple episodes again because it really is just so absurdly good. Uh, Dave, going to Dave. Uh, Jeff? So um, my first honorable mention, it was a film, it was a mo- uh, show that was only on the island of Samoa, but it's now on Daily Motion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the ones I've had on this giant list were mentioned, so I'm not going to mention them. Um, I said Peaky Blinders. I'm going to reference that again. Great show. Um, Lost in Space, the remake on Netflix. Still I, haven't seen it. I, I love it. Um, I'm putting this on my honorable mentions because the first two episodes blew me away, even though the third episode became a dumpster fire. The Dracula series that was on Netflix. It really, it went so hard off the rails. That Dracula is probably my second favorite Dracula of all time. That's the that's the show. That's the show that I that I watched half an hour of, and then I was like, oh fuck, this is horror. What am I doing? I'm such a like. It just, I was literally, I was into it. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. It's cool. It's creepy. Like, oh, I like the fucking the 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 fly and the eye thing. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then 20 minutes in was the first jump scare. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm a pussy. No, can't watch this. And I fucking had to stop watching it. I mean, Uh, Dracula didn't give it away. No. Because it wasn't like the jump scare again. If this was all like, if this was all like what Dave talked about before, all mood setting and shit like that, that, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. But once that fucking jump, that first jump scare came out, it wasn't even Dracula doing the jump scare. It was one of the fucking creepy shit in the in the in the you know basement. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. I remember we seen it. I was like, nah, nah. Thinking about thinking about that scene making you quit is hilarious. But but that but that Dracula, like I just absolutely the, the act that played Dracula blew me away. The actress that played the nun, that's all I'm going to say. so fucking so spectacular. I don't think the third episode was that bad. It just, like, it obviously lost the gothic atmosphere. Yeah. And, and of, the good of the first two. It just, it jumped, um, it jumped sharp. <laughs> bad. Like, like big time. Yeah. And like, I, I think that they brought the relationship of Dracula and, and Van Helsing full circle. And uh, it was it was so good. That is my second favorite portrayal of Van Helsing, ever. Uh, After Hugh Jackman. After Hugh Jackman's yeah, number one. Uh, no. What? Yeah. Uh, P- Peter Cushing, man. I mean, you can't you can't get any better than Peter Cushing. That'll do. Hugh um, Jackman. How it's pronounced. <laughs> and then my last two, um, since you met, Heather mentioned you, um, um, The Last Kingdom on Netflix is a really cool show. Also, it's it's on season four now. Um, that's like a medieval type show. And lastly, I just thought about it while we were sitting here and this show's fucking fantastic and it's streaming and it is Cobra Kai. That is my last honorable. Ah, <laughs> okay. uh, Cobra Kai. All right. Uh, Debona, what do you got? 
All right. Um, so, yeah, some of mine have been mentioned, so I'm down to three. Um, chilling, to, chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I I love it. It's couldn't, so couldn't good. Get into it. Couldn't get and into I, it. I get the, you know, it's, I, I know that I'm not target audience because it went like whenever it's like, oh, it's a, a love story too. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's just, it's like the, the high school love story angle of it. I'm like, all right, I don't need that part. Ooh, but high school actual, love story. Like, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, it's high school love story meets um, you know, murder. No, like this, this, is, this is this is a show where Satan is literally a character. Like like yeah. Yeah, he's in the show. Wait, it's wait, wait, spectacular. Wait. Is he in an elevator though? No. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Never mind. Uh, but uh, in an elevator. They did they did a really good job with it. Like I was never I, I was never a fan of the uh, Clarissa version because it was so different. Oh, you hold comic. your tongue. It was. It was. I want. I wanted this one. I wanted creepy Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, I chilling, chilling uh, adventures was that well. Uh, d- didn't do it for me. Um, one that I'm surprised didn't make your uh, honorable mentions, Dave, because I thought for sure you'd be a fan. Altered Carbon. I haven't seen it, and that's why uh, I didn't make my list. <laughs> incredible first season. They brought on Anthony Mackie for season two. Didn't miss a beat. Um, just. Just wild. Man. I haven't like I, what it's like. I haven't finished season one, like, but what if, Jesus, every bro, it's like if you watch that show and you need to do fucking crunches just to do, watch the show. You're like, oh my god, yeah. excuse me, I fucking I can't. Like you feel guilty watching that show, not having an APAC. It's fucking absurd how everybody it, so it's fits. It's ex- it this guy that played Rick Flag, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's on yeah. the first season. Yeah, it's it, it's just, it's exhausting to watch. It's like it's like somebody was like, all right, so. Like we're gonna take the aesthetic of Blade Runner, but we're gonna make it like super bloody and like a ton of action. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, interesting. But, uh, so interesting. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Alter Carbon is fantastic. <laughs> my last, my last one is, uh, my last one is one that is absolutely bizarre, uh, but I love it. It is from the Wachowskis, and it's called Sense Eight. I I've seen Sense Eight. If you have not watched Sense Eight, I'm not going to say that it's necessarily for you. I'm not going to say that it's for a majority <laughs> of the population. No. Uh, Sense Eight is super fucking weird. This was really that the Netflix seemed to just give the Wachowskis like a blank publisher's clearinghouse check and tell them to go ape shit, and they did. <laughs> and but I dig it. It's 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 crazy to watch. Watch like it's 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 emotionally tolling at times. It's kind of funny at times. It's really fucking weird all the time. It's called Sense Eight. Right. Uh, my honorable mentions uh, were all talked about in uh, one which uh, shape or form. Uh, there's a lot of shows that I have not finished watching that I feel even been mentioning because, again, I haven't even finished watching those shows. Uh, but uh, most of them were talked about. Uh, the Boys Umbrella Academy is fucking out of this fucking world for me. And uh, so um, I'll just I'll just leave it at those. All right. Here we Gerard, go. Gerard Way for My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Yeah. That was his, that's his comic, right? That's it. All right. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right. So, Dave, what do we got for number one, brother? Uh, By number one, uh, it was tabled early on, is Stranger Things. Correct. Stranger Things. Oh, and never knock that pick ever. Um. If if you put a gun to my head and say pick the best TV show of the last ten years, I would say it's Stranger Things. Uh, and it and it's not over yet. 
uh, and I understand that. Uh, and and obviously, you know, shows like uh, like Dexter and, and Game of Thrones can show us that you know the the, the endings can leave you, you know, a, a little wanting. Oh, but God, saying Dexter so, made it hurt all over. So far, um, yeah, and Dexter's ending was far <laughs> far worse than Game of Thrones. I, I feel bad now putting it together with that because um, now so far removed that I'm, I'm not so upset about Game of Thrones. Uh, but I think that Stranger Things has managed to capture everything that we love about like the, they, they managed to capture like all that nostalgia. Right. And, and they, they don't like shy away from the fact that nostalgia is a big part of the show but it is not the only part of the show. It is incredibly well-written. The characters are so fleshed out. And it's, it's really hard not to fall in love with each and every one of those kids. And I, I kind of... Uh, uh, <laughs> Drake over here. <laughs> Are going to call the police on me? That's so funny. All right. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I stopped watching, uh, I stopped watching House of Cards after Kevin Smith, after Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Smith. But, Only but let me, I let just... me talk to you about Millie Bobby Brown for a minute. Mm. How do you not fall in love with them chillings? Mm. <laughs> let me just drive my windowless van around with the puppies inside. Mm. <laughs> I said Kevin Smith too. That's hilarious. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Smith. <laughs> somewhere there's a fucking like, somewhere there's a Kevin Smith fan going like, "What the fuck did Kevin Smith ever do to you?" Like, no, yeah, well, you know, the cards. What the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they a special place in hell for y'all. Uh, <laughs> Stranger Things. Continue, you were saying. So you love the kids. Continue. Go ahead, so uh, <laughs> yeah, there. I I, I kind of. I, I see I I could have possibly seen myself hanging out with those guys, what? you know, uh, in in that age. What? You know? that, the, You're gonna hang around with kids who uh, who didn't have girlfriends and uh, and play the D and D. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> and then the like the the sci-fi and the horror aspects of the show are are so very well done. The, the way that the story is revealed, like just layer by layer, it, it, it peels back the story. It's so well written. I I really do hope that uh, that the Duffer brothers stop when they are out of ideas. You know that they, they don't try to just keep going back for more and more. You know, whenever their story is done. I want them to just say, hey, you know, that's it. That's the end of the story. I got to be honest uh, with you. I, I, I want them to be done when the kids stop being kids. Like, I don't want to watch fucking 18, 19 years. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I don't want to watch. No, it eight, makes like, sense. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, with, you. I'm think, with you. I think they've already said that there's only like one or two more seasons that they've got. Going. I think yeah, that's I good. Mean, originally, back with season one, they said that they, they had an additional two or three seasons that they already had in mind, uh, which would put it at the end of next season. Now, of course, you know, ideas come to you, but, uh, but I'm with Neri, you know, I, I kind of like that kind of Goonies aspect of it where it's, you know, uh, there's, there's something magical about kids before they, you know, grow up, you know, and, and you can kind of live in that, 
you know, imagination, magical world. That one kid's already six three, dude. It's already fucking awkward watching that kid already. Already season three, <laughs> he's like fucking six feet two inch. I'm like, what are you? What the fuck are you? Like, he's like, hey guys, you got? And he's like, what they they put him on a little backpack for children. But I'm like, bitch, you are six two. Shut the fuck up. You are not a child anymore. Like, it's already getting a little awkward. I gotta be honest. It's it's very much. And again, when it comes to like, there's certain th- shows and programs. Like, I was never the biggest fan of of uh, two and a half. Man, but when does when that when the half man became the third man, it it fucking yeah. I don't want to. This is stupid already. This is just dumb. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, but it's a great show. It's my number four. Uh, I like yeah. the show. Um, I I was not the biggest fan of season one. I thought it was overrated. Um, but season two fucking grabbed me and fucking didn't let go after that. Season two I thought was far superior than season one. Uh, everything about season two was just a fucking click for me. Season three, same thing. Go for season three um but uh i i really was a fa- i really became a fan of that show um after season two so you, there this show is a master course in how to use the medium of television to tell a compelling story like without just an info dump at the beginning like you said the way they just constantly peel stuff back like they give you just enough every episode and it really is like reading a really good book that builds to an amazing crescendo and that is what this show is absolutely untouchable with is Is, is that what reading a book does that's, is that what? Is yeah. that what's, Oh, I don't know. That's right. really what it's like. All right. Um, but it, it, it just <laughs> and and that's, it, that's really what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it's some it's something that doesn't happen enough in TV anymore, in my opinion. Which is one big build, like the whole thing. It's just one long end game to get to what is going to be an incredible reveal and a great finale. And, and yeah. that's what this show does. spectacularly. Okay. I, I do kind of agree with, with Neri in that each season has, has gotten better and better. Um, yeah. I was, I was so very lucky that maybe uh, like two or three days before the show dropped on, on Netflix, I logged in on Netflix. <clears throat> I logged into Netflix and they had an advertisement for it up. And even without seeing the the trailer, just the the artwork, I was like, "Oh man, that looks really cool." So the day it came out, and and uh, it came out in the summer as a teacher, I had nothing to do. Uh, I just kind of sat and watched the whole first season in one day, and I'm so glad I did that because, Mary, um, you said that the first season was overrated. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that within a week, everyone was talking about the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 for and for good reason. But but that can ruin someone's uh, perception of what it's going to be, right? Uh, and and I think that that happens to a lot of people where they they come to something even if it's not late, but just uh, later than you know uh, the debut everyone's telling them it's so good it's this it's that and and then you have this idea in your mind and it can kind of ruin the experience for you yeah just i mean i thought it was a good show i didn't think it was like that but again season two was just another thing dude that was a whole whole other level for me i i i really loved everything about season two Um, and hopper is like one of my favorite oh he's awesome awesome yeah um right now all right stranger things uh 
And yep. then Jeff, what do you got for number one? So mine was tabled by Dave. Uh, my number one is The Mandalorian, Disney Plus. Uh, ah, there we go. So yes, it's only one season. It's eight episodes, but holy shit, what an eight set of eight episodes you get from this. Yeah. Um, when you have a show that is not each episode is not bu- done by the same director and it still manages to gel and just be concise there's only one exception there's one outlier episode that people hate i don't i enjoy it which is the the episode where they're break in the prison ship i haven't with I haven't oh, watched well, sh- I I have, wait i haven't watched the show so you could just well that's it that's a prison ship is, that's it. Ah, i love that episode yeah. so i yeah i love that episode wait hold on are you are you bullshitting have you seriously not watched the mandalorian i watch i watched the fr- i was i'm not listen i do not like watch- i thought you were doing the I'm no. a comedian thing. You seriously haven't watched it? <laughs> first of all, first of all, I don't appreciate you using air quotes when you say that shit about me. I don't fucking necessarily need the air. comedian thing. Yeah, the comedian thing. Um, but uh, anyways, no, I don't. I, here's one thing about me: I do not watch shows week to week. Uh, when everybody, so, so when somebody, so when anybody, hey, we have episode one out, episode two comes out in the week or ten days. Or whatever the fuck this I go go fucking. The entire kick. series has been up for literally Listen, three and a half months. If you guy. let me finish, can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> okay, I'm finished. Okay, I'm finished. Uh, I, no, but uh, I did not. I I was not that. I don't go kick rocks. I don't fucking watch the show until and tie it up. So uh, late December was when the entire show uh, was up, and then I watched the very first episode, and apparently I noticed something that David didn't notice, which is that Mandalorian has a nice little sway to his hips when he walks. Uh, I did not know that. That dude what? swings his hips like a fucking palm trees in a hurricane, my friend. Just swish swash, <laughs> swish swash. Well, that's uh, because because John Wayne's grandson is the body double for him. I'm not I'm not joking. I'm is he really? Holy fuck! Yeah. I thought you were doing a joke about the birdcage. No. When he goes, no, I wasn't is doing that a comedy <laughs> thing. That's what I he was doing. No, but remember in the birdcage when he fucking does the walk and he goes, yeah, yeah. And He goes, no, you did it perfect. I just not didn't good. realize John Wayne walked that way. <laughs> like, I just... yeah, yeah. That's, no, because Christy, the first episode, she pointed that out too. She's like, look at this, and I go, and we looked it up, and it it. Um, it he has a body double, and it's it's uh, one of John Wayne's grandsons. That's a body well, double. I fucking thought you were joking because of the whole joke with the oh. birdcage. That is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so that's that sway right there. But uh, yeah, no. I uh, so I'm, I'm I watched the, the first the episode. episode. I watched the first thing. episode, and then my wife was like, "You watched it without." You know, like fuck, and so oh, we yeah. just try to watch it with her, and then she falls asleep very easily, bro. Mine too, bro. Yeah, so See, and the, the thing, the thing with the Mandalorian. So, just so people know where I'm coming from, and it's Rogue One's like my second or third favorite Star Wars movie of all time. I I adore me too. Rogue One. Yeah, well yeah, now, well now, Neri. Yeah, what well, we're fucking talking about right now? What are you? What are we fucking <laughs> ta- we're talking about? Our favorite <laughs> movies five you years gave ago. So much shit before the bonus. I never like, gave you like, shit. No I just said I didn't like it. No, I, no, I never gave it shit. Dave, I just said I wish I Dave, liked it. I just didn't like it. That's not giving it Dave, shit. That's not saying the movie Dave. sucked. I never said the acting was bad. I never talked ill of that movie. You said there was no lightsabers, and that since there's no lightsabers, that's a fact, Jack. Like that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> I'm not. I'm stating facts. There's no lightsabers in that fucking movie except the very end where you get that one scene from that guy. I don't know. I don't know if you remember. His, I don't know what Darth Vader. I don't know Tony, what other Tony, Tony. <laughs> Uh, but, but 
so you give me i mean fire everybody knows here at this point firefly is like one of my favorite shows ever of all time so you give me a space western i'm fucking in and the mandalorian is a the music is one of the coolest fucking theme songs yeah in, in oh my god feature. it's so good it's scored you know, beautifully it, it's it's the, the score is amazing who wrote that the, score the, who wrote it oh, i think I, was it filoni I would expect Dave no, to know. I, I'm only asking because I well, thought no, I, Dave would know. I thought Dave would have it locked and loaded. I don't know. I I, I think it's like a, a Link. Swedish guy or something. Ask I'll Link. look it up. Ask Link. <laughs> um, <laughs> Your son so knows all the scores. It is, a Swede- it is a Swedish guy. His name is Ludwig Ludwig Goransson. Oh, yeah. And he's a Swedish composer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've but, heard of Ludwig. You know... <laughs> Yeah, he was from Mario Brothers. He was one of those <laughs> no, I, he scored other shit. Look at the, <laughs> look at the other shit that he scored. I promise you, I I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember the other things, but I know he scored some shit before. Some uh, noticeable he, he shit. Creed and Creed, Creed Two, Venom, yeah. and Black Panther. Yeah, well, things that, that what what are movies that Neri likes? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know what the fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, you've got you've got a series where. It's Taika Waititi directed, David Filoni directed, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember. John Favreau. Favreau directed. Oh, wait, and my, my favorite director was, uh, it was actually none of those. She, she directed uh, the third episode. I was going to say, wasn't uh, Catherine yeah, something directed? Um, Deborah Chow. There we go, Deborah Chow. Wow, that episode, like the first two episodes were fantastic but that third episode i think is when the bar was raised i yeah. was like holy fuck this is like a totally different level and and i mean yes baby yoda's adorable but eh. to me that's not the, the thing of the show yeah um no. you know the the um it, it could be an egg for all i care exactly. like the show would still be good <laughs> and sabona you had mentioned with stranger things about shows having this build up to something big the Mandalorian did that as well. Yeah, yeah no, it yeah, absolutely did. Yeah. And, and I won't spoil it for Neri, but yeah. oh my god, I popped so fucking hard yeah. at the end when he. Ca- yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the thing, oh. yeah, with the thing, oh. and the polar hat, and yeah. the legs, oh and the legs. Did the legs happen? Oh, the legs, bro. <laughs> but oh but, man, and, no, and, I lost my mind in that scene. And it, but you get that buildup. There's always that thing, and there's through every episode, you get that that little flashback mm-hmm. of him that starts getting ex- gro- expounded on and it starts growing and you know you you start learning these things about him in the first you said you saw the first episode right Neri? yeah 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 okay like his you you find out why he doesn't like droids you find out you know all these all these different things of little little one lines and little off lines that he's thrown throughout the show that end up that wasn't that wasn't in the first episode. The whole reason he doesn't like Joy does I mean, it comes up that he no, doesn't no, no. like her, but it doesn't. No, but he mentions it. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah, he yeah, 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 it yeah. When he meets it, but yeah, no, you eventually find out why. It's like right, episode right. seven um, or eight, I think. Yeah. You find out, and I mean, and and like, when was the last time that somebody so wonderfully portrayed so much emotion without seeing their yes, face. Yes. You, I mean, you know, like whenever the superhero stuff, they always make sure that it's open somewhere so you can still emote. And they just threw that out the window. And this guy still just absolutely knocked it out of the park. And then Peter the- Weller, RoboCop 2. <laughs> yeah, but he had a half a face. 
<laughs> he had half a face still, though. It wasn't completely and, could, and yet still didn't move it and showed so much emotion. <laughs> um, and then and then you have, like, the client. The client, um, uh, Werner Herzog. It's Werner Herzog! Yeah. Yeah. God damn! What, and what of, like, the most influential directors of all time? Who's never ah. seen Star Wars. He had yeah. never watched Star Wars when they asked him for the role, and he said... I said, why? I figured, why not? Let me do a Star Wars movie. Or a I Star Wars show. Them why? Yeah. <laughs> and then I fucking Nick Nolte. Uh, oh, his, I love his, them, dude. His character. I, I have, I have said so. I have, I have spoken. Yeah, I have spoken. That's great. That's fucking great. I tried but that with my just, wife. She I, did I not like that. <laughs> IG-11. IG-11. Oh, IG-11 was like, so fantastic. All the characters, even the side characters in the show, have development. Maybe not Carl Webb. He kind of does, but doesn't really. He does. He, he, does, does, he, does, does. he does. He does. He does. Yeah, he, he comes, does. It comes around to be pretty yeah. good. Another like, you know, actor like, who fucking shows emotion without showing his face. We don't know what his face looks like anymore. Carl Weathers, Carl if you just <laughs> if anything that Carl Weathers has done in the last ten years, just no, you can't. It doesn't move. It doesn't because of all the fucking <laughs> collagen. It doesn't fucking move. There's no. You can't. You can't. <laughs> and and the last ding, thing I'll just say ding. about this about the show, yeah. <laughs> the last thing I'll just say about about it is. I love all the li- the cameos of people that they're not. You're, you're, you don't have to see their faces, and, and like like um, in the in the prison ship episode, the guy from um, the IT crowd is yeah. the robot. Um, Kurgan's the fucking you know other alien. Yeah. You don't see their faces. It's under makeup or it's under a robot. The guys have a robot, but it's these celebrity voices that you hear, and you're like, wait, I know that person. Wait, I know I, that person. Rachel Sands was in the first episode. He I will was a say that that Louvre alien. That uh, that prison ship episode. Since you since you you know circled round back to it, uh, I could not get into the first half of that episode. I thought uh, it's it's the only time that the show to me like the writing felt uh, like flat and stock. Uh, it, it, to me, it seemed like, and, and Rick and Morty did a fantastic job of lampooning like every yes, every single height. They you did. know, uh, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Son of a bitch. I'm in. That, to me, that's exactly <laughs> that's what. That's a great episode. That's like, you son it's of a so bitch. Good. I'm in. Uh, to, to me, that's exactly what the first half of that episode was. Oh, then I'm in. It was like it, it could have been. Could have been anyone. Like they need this type of character. They need that type of character, right. and they're all like, "You son of a bitch, I'm in." Right. And but once they get to the prison ship, oh my god, so fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude, like this, uh, like this, like the, the light on, and he's there. The light off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and something that happens at the very end of that episode kind of goes to one of the things that um, I think you, you you mentioned Rogue One. To me, Rogue One and and the Mandalorian do something that Star Wars hasn't done since Return of the Jedi, which is feel like Star Wars. The prequels, uh, I've I've come to love. I legitimately love Episode Three um, and uh, Episode Episode Seven, Episode Nine. Really like them, but they don't feel like Star Wars. They feel like something else. They feel like its own thing. Rogue One, Mandalorian feels like Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. The Mandalorian just <sighs> just solidified the fact to me that I don't need to be in the Skywalker saga. I don't need to see the the. It doesn't have to always be about Jedi and Sith. 
Right. There's a whole nother world out there. A whole galaxy, even. A whole galaxy. Like, (laughs) really far away. (laughs) A whole new uh, galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) For, for like, long-time fans that have been reading books and comic books and playing video games in the Star Wars uh, universe, I mean, that's been a known fact. You don't need to follow the Skywalkers. You know, in fact, some of the best stories that have been told are outside of that Skywalker family. I, or like, I, or like I just said, you, you don't even have to follow Jedi and Sith. Like, I'm waiting for a Star Wars game where I don't have to be a Jedi or a Sith. Like, where is just a, I want to be a bounty hunter. Rogue Squadron, man. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah, I do need to play. Listen, Rogue. I I got to be honest with you. I'm 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 on that camp. I I I don't need to follow the Skywalkers, but I do want to see Jedi and and lightsabers. Uh, that's what I want to see in Star Wars movies. So, well, good for, good news is that they're releasing prequel novels that you can read about the the original Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right, uh, the Bono. What do we got for your number one, brother? All right, so my number one, um, in the vein of my number two and my number four, I would not be surprised if none of you have seen this. Um, not only is this my favorite streaming show, but even through three pretty short seasons, this honestly may be my favorite television show of all time. Um, it was originally released in 2017. It is a Netflix show called Atypical. Um, I've heard of it. Yeah, I heard of it. Haven't seen it. Atypical is the it's the story of uh, Sam Gardner and his family. Sam Gardner has ASD. He has autism spectrum disorder, and okay. uh, and so there's three seasons, and each season it takes place over the course of really only about four months. Like the first season is his first semester of his high school year second season, second semester, third season, first semester of his freshman year of college. Um, but it's about him, his sister, um, who's a track star at the same high school and his parents. And then the people they interact with Michael Rappaport is in it. If that sells anybody, he is not playing oh, nice. a very, he is not, play, he's playing the anti Michael Rappaport. This is really, Oh yeah. He is in no way actually playing a Michael Rappaport character. Um, but it, so he's playing somebody likable. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he absolutely is. No, he's he's playing he's playing this very doting, you know, like working man father figure. Yeah. Um and it just tells this incredible family story uh while finding moments to be absolutely ridiculously funny. Um I've said on here before I'm not much of a crier. Things get to me on occasion. This show gets to me on a very regular basis. Um, having a special ed degree and uh, being told by professionals while never being actually diagnosed with the fact that I am probably on the spectrum. A lot of the ways that Sam, the main character, views the world really hit home with me because there are certain things that will happen and certain things that he'll do. And I'll be like, oh, okay, weird, right? Like, I just thought that was a normal way to look at things. And it, it's, it's very touching to me. But he also he works at uh, he works at this store that's like a Best Buy clone, essentially called Techtropolis, and he he's got a best friend that works there that is that is just one of the funniest characters I've ever seen on TV. He's just like this you know sex craze um, Indian guy, but just uh, just absolutely ridiculously funny. Like I said, very heartfelt. 
like you learn to love all of these characters except for the one that they really want you to hate and they drive home that you're supposed to hate them <laughs> and you hate them. Um, and it, I mean, it's just, it's beautifully written. It's very short. They are coming back to the fourth season, which is probably going to be their fourth season, but much in the way that David was saying stranger things is probably, you know, the best TV show in 10 years. I honest to God, this may be my favorite show ever. It's a, it's, it definitely falls more into the family drama slash comedy. It is a drama more than it is funny, but this, the, the actors um, who portray all these roles, you buy in 100%. I cannot recommend this show enough. It does not take long to get through. And it is just wonderful storytelling with characters that you will love. I can promise. I just added it to my queue. It's, it's so, so like we started watching it just on a whim one time. Like I just started watching it. My wife was doing something else cause she's, she's not big into getting into new things. And after two episodes, like uh, she was like, Hey, I'm falling asleep. You have to turn that off. Like, I don't want to, I, 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 we have to watch that together now. And it's just, it just, it tells this incredible story. Like I said, his senior year of high school, his freshman year of college and watching him try to cope with things, watching him try to just have friends and have typical relationships um, with girls and with, with his family and with friends. And like I said, it's, it's, I actually went and looked up whether or not Keir Gilchrist, uh, the actor who plays the main character had ASD because he, he, he did his whole, he does not, by the way. Um, he did his homework and his portrayal, his portrayal feels very true. It never feels comedic or, um, hyperbolic, um, for the sake of selling anything. It, and like I said, I've got a special ed degree. I I've dealt with these things for going on 13 years now. And it, it, it all feels very, very real. All of the show feels very real, and there's going to be something in here that's going to hit home with just about everybody. I added it to my queue. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, just added it. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've heard of the show before because uh, I follow Michael Rappaport on 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 Twitter, and uh, he is a A class. Uh, internet troll, like he is. If you want to, oh, he's wanna, the best. Yeah, oh, he's, he's the really best good. Internet troll. He's really good seen- at insane shit to get a reaction out of people. It is. Oh yeah, yeah he's a, he, he, he can teach. Does, he- That's what I think his masterclass is going to be. I half expect those masterclass commercials. Like I half expect Michael Rappaport to be like, have you, you know, I could teach you how to. But I'm Michael Rappaport, and this is how you troll. Like this is like I, I just feel like that would be a thing for him. But he I know also other does an amazing job of roasting trolls by the way like like when somebody like oh my god he's done videos where he's like like put up comments that people have said and then been like and then like shown pictures of like the dude's wife and be like does your wife know you talk and then just oh dude yeah yeah. i I love michael rapport like i said this is a very anti michael rapport role and he still kills it so i've seen i I know all the short because of that but yeah on Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart's show, they were like, who's the worst basketball player? He was like, Jamie Foxx, straight garbage. Like, he just started, <laughs> like, fucking Navy. He's like, you know, DiCaprio thinks he can ball. Sucks. Like, he just started, <laughs> and, like, Snoop Dogg's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I just, saw him, I saw him on uh, Burt Kreisner's cooking show one time, and he was talking about how, like, coming up, he hung out with all the basketball kids, but he wasn't that good. So, like, that's where he got good. 
was shit talking. Like that was how he became somebody not to be messed with. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, atypical. Atypical. Right Thank on, you. man. Uh, my number one was briefly mentioned before uh, in the honorable mentions. And uh, my number one is a show that I was late to. I didn't watch until uh, season two had already come and gone. I actually watched it over. Uh, I watched season one and two back to back over the Thanksgiving Day week that week. I remember I was on a cruise ship and I watched all of them. I bought the series one and two. I bought them on iTunes because it it originally came out on a streaming service that I do not own, so I didn't have access to watching it. And it is a show that I saw the first two episodes of season one because they they let everybody see it for free. And I almost jumped on, on another streaming service just to be able to watch the rest of season one. Ultimately did not do that Season 1 came and went Season 2 came and went And then they released it on iTunes And that's where I bought it uh, So um, I don't know if that was a smart move I think it could have been cheaper If I just would have fucking bought the streaming service for a month And just fucking done that um, no But I bought uh, season 1 and 2 My number 1 is the is the one and only Cobra Kai uh, I have fucking become such yeah, a fan of this show That when I was done watching season first of all the season finale of season two is one of the greatest episodes of tv that i've ever fucking seen from start (laughs) to fucking finish it leaves it literally left you like what the fuck like it just kept fucking hitting you what happened it's the bowler hat yeah. Oh, oh, it, legs. it was legs and fucking arms and it was all he these the shit. He swept it. He swept the legs. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, it was so fucking good. And uh this is one of the I this is not an exaggeration. Finished watching season two went online to Twitter to try to find out more information because it was one of those things where I was like, I need to talk about this to somebody. I need to talk to somebody about this now. Like, I need... There's a lot of shit that I have. Like, I just can't... What the fuck did I just watch? And then I found a podcast called the Cobra Kai Podcast... The Cobra Kai uh, um, Companion. Uh, I found... Um, I, I found the... Uh, one of the three guys that... One of the three showrunners is actively on Twitter and is always talking about Cobra Kai also, he's one of the writers and directors of other movies such as um, uh, the the fucking um, uh, Cast- White Castle movies, uh, Harold and Kumar movies. Harold and Kumar? Yeah, yeah Harold yeah. and Kumar and uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. And he's actively on Twitter. And I'm like, fucking, hey. So I'm, like, I found this whole other section of Twitter that was like, hey, we're huge Cobra Kai fans. Not ironically, not fucking, not fucking around. And I'm like, this is my group of people. And I, I just I fucking love this show. Um, I, again, another show that people say, "Oh, season two is not as good as season one," and I fucking call bullocks on that shit, man. Because right, season okay. two just, to me is re- fucking up there, man. Just real quick, okay. I know that a show called Cobra Kai exists. I know Cobra Kai is a Karate Kid reference. What is the show even about? All right, so season one is they um, they take you after the kick. After the, the the original movie, after that kick, and Johnny goes down on the mat, then they show you basically how in the last 20 plus years, whatever it's been, how their lives, that was the universe breaking point for them. How one how 
one of their lives has gone uh fucking straight up uh daniel larusso now owns a bunch of uh, uh luxury car dealerships uh he's beloved in town he's like a great member of society he's like on the chairman of this and that and he's on the board of this yeah. and that and his fucking career and his life he's got a beautiful wife a beautiful home two kids who are great one of his son is fat which i think is fucking awesome uh <laughs> representation yeah no not only that but it's like how many times do you know a fucking great athlete and then they came up and they have fucking fat children right magic johnson uh so then uh <laughs> then um and then the other coin it's like the same their, their lives are very much the one coin and then the opposite side of that coin is johnny lawrence and how his life has gone completely shit it's one of those guys that peaked in high school he was the cool guy in high school but after that after he lost that tournament it just all went downhill after that he's fucking uh he's broke he's divorced his he doesn't see his kid at all and it just yeah. turns into this whole thing where uh his dad um which was played by fuck i forget his name but it's it's, it's a big fat dude that's fucking ha- that he's in a million movies uh ed eisner ed eisner plays his dad uh and he uh gives him a bunch of money uh his dad gives him a bunch of money his dad his it's actually his stepdad his stepdad gives him a bunch of money and throws it at him as a like a fucking like shameful like oh whatever and johnny's like go fuck yourself i don't i don't want your money i never wanted your money you were always a piece of shit uh as a father and then he decides that check that he ripped up he fucking decides to tape it back up because he sees the space in the shopping mall is for rent or whatever the fuck for lease. So then he opens up Corporal Kai again, and that sparks some shit in Daniel LaRusso where he was like, what? Like, he just sees that name as fucking evil. And so they start, like, one guy's trying to get his life back together, but Daniel's stopping him from getting, because he's the fucking true villain. Oh. Uh, and it becomes this whole fucking thing of, like... So Daniel is the antagonist in this he, show? In so season, he, he, in he season one... his role... He continues his role as the bad guy from the first Karate Kid. Correct. And he, uh, and he continues his role as the bad guy. In the yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought we were watching a movie about the Karate Kid. <laughs> uh, you mean you mean that you mean the pushy Italian kid that came into town <laughs> because he didn't want to respect a relationship? I'm sorry. <laughs> so okay, no, like I, like I said, I knew it existed. I like I said, I don't know what service it's on or anything. It's on YouTube. Just, it's on YouTube uh, Extreme or YouTube. Red. Red. The fuck? Red yeah. Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay. it's so fucking good, man. And and season it one is. again, more a, a lot of people online have said, oh, season two is good, but it's not as good as uh, season one. And I completely and wholeheartedly disagree with that statement. I think season two is just and again the last. It just uh, what we were talking about before. And all there's a big picture, and it all fucking grows into this whole thing. In season two, just it's a fucking crazy episode. The last episode of season two, and I just I fucking love them, man. I, I and then every time these guys, because they're very similar in personality, they're very similar. In, it's just it's a it's a it's a it's a circumstance thing. A lot of times, one walks in at the like you know the last sees the last five seconds of a situation thinks it's something else but it's fucking not and it's a whole it's a whole thing man i just fucking okay. love this show i don't i don't uh i i follow these guys they have said that anything in the karate kid movies is in the universe so any character can come back except for mr miyagi because pat Mar- because pat has passed away and mr miyagi in the series has passed away so he's really but hillary swank Try, yeah, they, that's what we're saying. They have literally said anything. They have said any 
character, uh, the 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 Japanese the Japanese dude from part two. I, forget, I don't know his name. I didn't. I don't know the character's name. Uh, from part two, the villain from part two. Uh, anybody in the in the in the Karate Kid universe can and uh, and can come back. It's all fucking like it's all in okay. canon, and it's so fucking good. His uh his buddies from you know get a body bag. He was in season yeah. one or two. I forget what season because again I watch them all in the same week. Yeah, I think it was in the first season. Yeah, they have because they have a few of the people come in in the first in the first season, like just like oh hey look it's so and so. Yeah, That's, and they do know, like they're... they do a quick they do a quick flashback to show you who because you know everybody's aged thirty are. fucking years, right, <laughs> so right. they show yeah. you who the fuck they were. And I mean, I, it's it's really I fucking love this show. It's on I love this show unironically. I, I don't like this uh, again nostalgia. Uh, too, nostalgia is a I know yeah. nostalgia is a thing like uh, Stranger Things. Nostalgia plays, but this is not just it's everything that made that made the Karate Kid franchise. And I'm not talking about the Hilary Frank one, but everything that made the Karate Kid franchise great is what makes this show great. It's not great because. I remember it as a kid. It's great because it's right. fucking great, and I just happen to also remember it as a kid. Okay. And I fucking love this show, man. Uh, oh, it was it was the first one that fit my criteria. Um, the moment I took out the the one seasoners, I, I eliminated those and the shows that I haven't finished. It was the first show that I thought of. Um, uh, arguably, and I'm not debating this. Uh, Jack Ryan is a better show, uh, but. Because it was the very first show that I thought of after you know weeding out my criteria, I was like, I, it's it's number it's first in my brain for a reason, so it must be something to that. So I just went with it for my number one. But it's I fucking love that show. All right, so uh, our mountain, our number ones. I'm sorry, were Stranger Things, Mandalorian, Atypical, and Cobra Kai. Uh, right now we have two repeaters uh, for the final mountain. We have Stranger Things and Mandalorian. Uh, so we are left with uh i don't know um i'm okay with your two number ones to be completely honest because the way debona talked about atypical to me that that has a special place you know kind of for him in there and, and I, I mean and and both my number one and jeff's number one around the mountain oh yeah. Well, yeah that's that's a good way to uh yeah so we could go with that uh because we're already at 216 Oh yeah, I'm 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 great with that. Like I said, if it'll if, if people find out about atypical, I'm happy. Yeah, man. All right. So, uh, Stranger Things, Mandalorian, Cobra Kai, and Atypical is your final mountain. Uh, we are in uh, quarantine as of the time of this recording, uh, which is weird because Easter passed, and we somebody in the fucking politics was talking about Easter. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't, it's almost like they didn't know what what he was talking about. Um, so, uh, <laughs> if this comes out probably in two weeks, because uh, we have a couple already in the bank. So, if we're still in quarantine by then, which uh, we we think we should. We think we probably will uh, Make sure to check out Any of these shows man We recommend them uh, If we miss anything Let us know Email us uh, Contact us uh, On all the social medias uh, We are at MT Geekmore uh, uh, Thank you for checking us Checking us out We are part of the Geek Bro Network Which go to Geekbro.net Check out all the other podcasts Including Daniel DeBona's What You Got uh, Which is a YouTube series That can also be found At Geekbro.net uh, And uh, we also have Other podcasts like Better Let Me Tell You the layer childlike at best with mike valdez uh and the one that started them all uh what's up bro uh called Wubro. well we affectionately call it as Wubro. so uh thank and, you guys uh, just just yeah. 
Just real quick, if I could, on the day we're recording this, um, I know by the time you listen, it'll be two weeks old, but I just have to say, um, I'm usually not affected by celebrity death, but today, um, the Fink from WWE died. Um, Howard Finkel passed away today, uh, and he was my childhood, like, with yeah. watching wrestling and listening to him ring announce, and, and that one, that would hurt. So, um, RIP, the one thing that I could take away from it is, um, the guy was always kind of had a pervy sense of humor, so I like to think that wherever he is right now, he's at least laughing at the fact that he died at 69. <laughs> uh, that's You're fantastic. That's a good one, man. Uh, yeah, man, he, he's going to be missed. Uh, we all watch uh, wrestling as kids, and th- you're absolutely right. That, yeah. is, that is our childhood. Uh, rest in peace for that, man. Uh, thank you uh, for checking us out, and that's how lists are made. Yeah.